Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Merry Comicmas, everyone! Happy Holiday Spectacular Annual 2. We're here to talk about all things DC. We're going to talk about Aquaman. We're going to talk about Elseworlds. We're going to talk about Tom King's Batman because it's been a great year for DC and we are in Volume 2 of the Holiday Christmas Special Spectacular. Well, hello then! Merry Holiday to you! Welcome to our Christmas Spectacular, where we'll be talking about all the marvelous, marvely, marvel things, like all the new Netflix shows that are coming to... Oh, wait. That's... Okay. Um, And just, you know, all the Marvel stuff, because Marvel, 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 (laughs) make my Marvel on the second annual holiday special. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talks Marvel Movie News. Popcorn Talks DC Movie News. <laughs> oh, Excelsior! Okay, woo! Are we still in the intro? We're in an hour to do no, a show. Like, I think this now, is like Elseworlds. This is the Elseworlds. Yeah, we're living on another planet. We live, everybody. Another, we live. It is Earth Two Thank you, Aunt Anthony. Oh, that was glorious. So, <laughs> just like last year, we had our Merry Comic Must Holiday Special Spectacular. We're coming back with an annual two because that's how comics work. We're going to talk about the past, the present, and the future of both Marvel and DC because. Loyalty to a company is a silly thing. If you love comics, you can love all comics. There is—it's not Bloods and Crips. No, you can't. It is you're not. Just, you're a DC guy. No, you're one. not a Marvel guy. You hate Marvel. You're a <laughs> DC right, guy, right. Mike. Which is why I'm only talking about DC today. It's not going to happen. Uh, so Marvel and DC both had incredible years. I wanted to gather some of my favorite experts on both Marvel and DC and talk about this incredible 2018. So we're going to start with the past, the ghost of Christmas pasts, all the way back to January 2018 to now. Whoa. We're going to start with DC. DC television. Now, this year we had Gotham, Krypton, iZombie, Preacher, and then in the theaters we had Teen Titans Go in the past. Okay. Of those, what did you guys enjoy? I want to talk about some TV first. We had Gotham, Krypton, iZombie, and Preacher. Well, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you, um, Preacher is one of the best shows on television, period, end of sentence. Um, I thought, I think the magic trick with that show is taking a story that I've already read and already love, and it's a different story. Mm-hmm. But it has a lot of elements of that story. But it's new enough, you know, because I do think it's true that if you know exactly how the story goes, you don't necessarily want to watch it play out again. It's yeah. not as exciting. It just isn't. Um, so I love that one. Krypton, uh, it was all right. I thought it was. it looked gorgeous for sci-fi. I think yeah. uh, there was a lot of good... Uh, you know, canonical DC elements in there. It made it fun. Um, but I gotta say, I, I do have like a couple of episodes to clean up. I'd be lying if I said it compelled me it, to the front of my DVR right, yeah. in the way that a preacher does week after week where it doesn't sit, you know? Yeah. Um, that's the one thing we kind of are learning with so many comic book shows. There's actually shows that I don't watch. Like, I, I haven't watched The Gifted, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, right. so it's crazy that there's more stuff than, than I can watch all of. 
I mean, has anyone ever like seen or written out how many comic book based TV shows are out there now? Doing this run that was insane. Like finding them all. It is insane. I'm not just talking Marvel DC. I'm just talking everything. You're just like, yeah. I, I don't know where yeah. to begin. Because like, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu, they're all jumping on other properties yeah, that are uh, beyond the comic. And Netflix bought Millar World and like so the uh, yeah. Extreme Comics with Rob Liefeld. So they're even doing like 90s. See, they saw that coming. The, the oh, Netflix, yeah. they saw it coming down there. Um, I, I still haven't. I'm, I'm excited to watch the end of Gotham. Are you? I mean, because there's ten left. I, I mean, you I, you've been involved. You're a good Gothamite. You're thing. loyal Gothamite. No, I'm not. I'm not because I haven't watched the last two seasons. Same thing. It's I could get into it with done. the best intentions, and it just doesn't grab me, which is crazy that there's a show that takes place in Batman's hometown, <laughs> and I'm not like glued to it. Like, how spoiled are we now? I that's guess the thing. that's the thing. That's the thing. It's an excess. It's not a I, negative to I, me. You'll probably remember this. I remember back in the '90s, I was excited for Generation X. Yeah, remember that TV show? That remember that pilot? Yeah, yes, I thought I do, it was the coolest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. You watch that now and you're like, holy Why God. and how? So when people today are like, these shows, this didn't, an episode didn't land for me. It's like, we in the 90s and a comic book kid when you were watching just this try. stuff and you're just like, you were loving it. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. This is fantastic. And you're we like, we forgave Street Sharks. It's not a comic thing, but that was a very <laughs> logical show that There's we just watched a lot of. So much out there right now. Yeah. Just like, you know, and I don't know. I, I want to like Krypton. Yeah. I really do. Like, the, the Adam Strange, what they did with him, he seems more booster gold to me. Okay. The way that they do him, and I, I really wanted the classic Adam Strange, and but Brainiac was great. Brainiac uh, was great. There's just so much out there right now. So it's Wait, did like, you also say CW stuff? Did you say is lumped into this? So I'll do that as present because okay. those okay. are right, because those are on now. So out of the ones, are there any ones we didn't mention at all? Uh, I Zombie is a big uh, Roxy strike. That's a Roxy. Roxy, That's a Roxy couldn't Roxy. make it today. We we did not. Roxy wanted to be here. She couldn't make it. Uh, she is a giant iZombie fan. She, that was like the biggest point of her conversation last year. I'll speak for her on this because she'll say, if you're not watching it, watch it. That's her huge... She loves that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Roxy could say... I would stand by that as a Roxy quote. Yeah, it's a Roxy that's quote. A Roxy if quote. you're not watching this... Why not? That's that's my Roxy. <laughs> uh, yeah. She, she's, you know, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, of I've, these passions? Well, yeah, I've seen a few episodes of iZombie and... I actually, it makes me really want ramen. So I don't know how I should feel about that. If you it's guys like, haven't seen it, then you're probably a little bit confused. It's an so you inside should watch joke it. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm imagining um, something with brains, maybe perhaps, chopsticks, perhaps. noodles. Yum! I don't know. Doesn't it? It does sound good. Ramen's always good. It's so exactly. For me, DC TV is usually a little ahead of the curve. Uh, they always kind of. I think Smallville is responsible for most uh, comic book television, and that was about yep. 10, 10 years ago, and it lasted for about 10 years. Like, it's not 20 years old, but you know what I mean. Um, almost. And, and almost. It's like yeah. eight, almost. It's like 17. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Whoa. so like it's approaching 20 years so around, but that's crazy. That was such a modern show. That's, right. That theme and that style is pretty much what the CW does today. And I think yeah. that So Buffy, that started when? In, 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 in 2001. In, uh, 2001. Yeah. 17 years Ended, ago. what, 2011? So, yeah. So between, years. in that 10-year period between the CBS Flash mm-hmm. and Smallville, what was the big no. comic book That TV was the show? thing, is, and that's why I give Smallville so much credit. Yeah. Buffy informed a lot of Smallville, and Smallville informed a lot of CW, and then a lot of these Fox and Marvel shows are informed by both. Sure. So Smallville, I think, was super ahead of its time, and I also think that a lot of these shows, Gotham and Krypton especially, are trying a new format. They're trying a new thing, and they're trying to play with mythology versus the character we know and love. 
So I think there could be something akin to Smallville where in five years we look back and go, hey, Gotham and Krypton weren't my thing, but they gave us this. Mm -hmm. So when I watch those shows or when I look at those shows, I look at the legacy. I just, you know. You're very positive. I love the positivity. (laughs) So I think, even if it's not for me, but, you know. He looks, instead of shitting on something, he said, that shit is going to be the soil that gives birth to a new People say that I'm the, you know, the jolly one. I was like, no, Coy tops me. <laughs> it's very circle of life, me. man. Like, he is, that, you, are you seeing, that's Doctor Strange kind of stuff, man. That's like yeah, some would, advanced There's so much in the world that's dark and depraved that I have to be the, like this shining, <laughs> if, you know what I mean? I have to find something. If it was ever just you and I on a panel about anything, like, man, Kalinowski hates everything. <laughs> Jesus. Just by As comparison. To, yeah, just by comparison. But it's the holidays, Mikey so Christmas. And uh, Mikey Christmas and I shop at the same comic store, so this is a really funny thing. Whenever I pick up my pull list, I flip through, and John Drew and Kalinowski are right there, and I was like, I'm going to leave him a note one of these days. That's uh, so positivity. And that's going to happen. Surprise, surprise. So um, I think Gotham and Krypton are going to evolve into something. I think both of those shows have a lot of potential. They're a good foundation. Uh, Gotham is ending this upcoming season, yeah. and I always jump in when the Joker's on. I'm the problem. Uh, the Jerome episodes that spike, I'm part of that. Okay. I, like, I know they're having to write creatively because oh. of people like me. I accept it. Uh, and they're really interesting because Cameron Monaghan plays the hell out of a not Joker. And I'm really excited for this next season when he's finally going to be the Joker. Inevitably, they're going to give us that. And I really think that it's an opportunity to look at source material as flexible. The coolest thing about comic books is a new writer gets on a book and a new artist gets on a book and it completely changes the book. And I think that when you look at stuff like the DC film universe or the DC TV universe, you can play with mythology like this. That's why I think Joaquin's Joker movie is going to be special. That's why I think Gotham can be special. It's because they're not married to the source material and they're taking chances. So even if you don't like it, respect the chances they're taking. And it really is amazing that that is very well said. And that is it is amazing that we're getting so much content that's made that people are trying to un- unravel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that being said, you get you got to wonder at what point is like is there going to be so much so much stuff that we can't even like keep up with it that is it going is it going to like start to be less and less or do you think they're going to I think it'll filter. I think I, th- I think when the bar gets raised, other shows fall by the wayside. I think that there's a reason, sure. you know, we we look at the the phase 3 of Marvel is very different than phase 1 and the certain things that didn't work in phase 1, they've kind of thinned out. Aquaman, yeah. I loved and it's a very different film, so they've kind of filtered mm-hmm. certain things out that other people didn't like. So I think as we progress these TV shows, they can't have 40 shows like they have right now. It's going to have mm-hmm. to whittle down. Well, what's cool about it is that now you literally, it's hard. It's harder, I would say, to not be a nerd mm-hmm. because there's so <laughs> That's much. That's totally true. So it's like I feel like we're all gonna include everyone now. So we're all gonna be nerds. How great! Uh, That's a very good point. Very good point. Well, Thank you. And you know, when you talk about the. Uh, with comics, different writers and different artists coming on, like an end to your great run. That's how I look about at, at, like the inevitable recasting that that will have to happen. You know, the yep. question the question that's that's difficult is like we've never really seen that. It's going to be interesting going dis- distant into the future. Like if you do have to get another Steve Rogers in there or something like that. Why, yeah. I mean, with others that are still existing, you know, like that. Is weird. I don't think you have to worry about that for some time because I, I don't think they're they're cycling around to those characters for some some while. But but when it does inevitably happen, especially with like Wolverine, Wolverine's gonna be the weirdest for me because he was in nine movies as Hugh Jackman, so yeah. it's it's such a staple. See, that's, yeah, I think I th- I don't think we will ever get another Tony Stark in the Kevin Feige MCU. I don't think there will ever be another I mean, actor. That's, that's possible. I think we'll yeah. go Riri Williams, right? Uh, you know, Cap. 
Steve Rogers, we will never... They'll just we'll kind of look at it as there's an older... Falcon, there's Bucky. Yeah, I don't think uh. in their MCU, with what they've done, they will ever recast... When it hits, like, 25 but, years old or 30 years old or something like that. Yeah, no, there's too many back. legacy characters. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, Logan, he's gonna... They're gonna have they're to. Gonna have and, to. That, and that's what I mean. It's so inevitable and yeah. it's so soon. That's the weird and one. And that's yeah. the move, because the MCU, we've already had... Sorry, we're leaning into the movies. We're gonna come back. But yeah. in the in the film universe, we've already had a soft reboot of X-Men. So yeah. we're a little more accustomed. We've right. already grown up... With two June Grays. We've already grown up with two. Point, yeah. but, whereas Wolverine, he's he's never been two. We've had no. one Wolverine. We don't have a McAvoy like situation. So it's going to be really hard, especially since you Jack. You know why we don't have Wolverine? Because he's going on tour next year, selling out freaking <laughs> arenas. Eight hundred bucks for two tickets <laughs> for my parents to see you, Jackman. It's their fiftieth anniversary. Eight hundred bucks, and I'm not even talking about the good seats. More expensive <laughs> than the Rolling Stones. Because he's Hugh Jackman. That's, that's, why great. that's why Wolverine is he's like, because I'm going to go sing. <laughs> I can sing as Wolverine T. 800 bucks Dude, for two the, the opening of that Oscar is still one of my favorites. Oh, yes. The, I'm telling so you, those bad. are not even good tickets. Go look at Hollywood Bowl. Dude, go look at Hollywood Bowl. That's I mean, insane. That's, that's for decent... That's but like halfway right. through. Like anyway, a box not. Listen. So, uh, also right. speaking I of film, speaking of movies, uh, the DC movies had Teen Titans go to the movies this year. I personally really enjoyed that movie. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was very self-aware. It made jokes that I didn't think that a studio that big would make. It leaned into the meta. It leaned into yeah. the fact that it references the old Teen Titans that other people like more. It also kind of acknowledged the Teen Titans used to be better. And I really liked. <laughs> I really liked that the movie didn't take itself seriously because it's Teen Titans Go, and it brought me into the theater like a little reluctant by the time I left it made me want to watch more Teen Titans Go which is I think the, the goal of that film so I, I wish it had done better I thought it was a lot of fun and I thought Slade Wilson as Will Arnett was brilliant <laughs> inspired <laughs> casting uh, did you guys get catch it? I did not get to see that one and now I'm going to see it just because I now I found out that Lego Batman is actually Slade. And he goes by Slade the whole time. And they just go so Slade. Uh, no, I've seen scenes from it. I saw like the Stan Lee cameo yeah, and all that kind of loved. stuff. Um, but uh, no, I, I still have not seen that whole film. That is uh, that is a blot on my uh, on my Christmas past. Uh, Roxy and I saw it at Comic Con. We got invited Great. to screening, and it's not for me. I'm not the audience. Okay. But but we were in in a theater full of the audience. Yeah, of, and they loved it. They're cheering and. You know, afterwards they're reenacting scenes. They had an after party, oh, that's and cool. so you know, I, I think that's what we talk a lot about in DC. Like, I love that DC. You know, they have so many different avenues. So if maybe you don't like the movies, you got the TV stuff that you love, and they, then they have their kids, and they've got their DC girl stuff. Right. So it's, they have all these different things. Or if you don't like a certain thing. That's okay. You've got other stuff. So right, like yeah. I'm I'm more Arrow than Supergirl, but I have the yeah. option of watching both. The yeah. fact like that pockets. the fact that Titans Go came out in the same year as Titans, and they have the balls to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. a that, lot. Yeah, that's right like there. one of the best things I can say about that side of the company that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, thus far, that they're willing to go. I mean, because Titans is is R. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no nudity in it, but there is no, hyperviolence. In it. Have you seen and very violence? Oh, the wait. second Hawk and Dove episode. Oh, I did indeed. Yeah, nudity. <laughs> I oh, so did that is see. Well, it's some soft, cle- it, it, it's soft. Some clever it's lighting some... in there. I may have looked through those frames very closely <laughs> to determine uh, what was revealed. Late night Cinemax. It, it was pretty Hawk good. It's getting there. Wow. So, I, yeah, I agree. That is bold. Titans as a, a hard PG-16. And, and not to say, like, oh, brand confusion. You know, that's how savvy, I guess, the audience is, right? Mm-hmm. Now that you See, can that's the that. thing we talk about. And we kind of, it's a little bit before Just League. Like, are they going to be confused? It's not Grant Gustin with Ezra Miller. I was like, no, I think audiences don't care. I think they just want to enjoy what they're watching. Mm-hmm. And think, that's why I think the Joker... And we're like, all smart yeah. enough to know. It's like, well, this is this, this. We don't need to know that. So, like, right. the Joker I, thing, we, we've gotten to this numerous times, but I think... 
think people just if it's good we'll enjoy it people are just gonna see it and you know it's one of my most anticipated movies of next year like hard stop like not just it's, comic movies now worth pointing out I do a top 10 movie list every year and it's so rare comic movies make it I love this medium I love the genre but I see film and comic film as very different things and it's very rare that crossover happens at a top 10 this year is an exception mm. and I really think it's worth noting that we're mm. as we're talking about evolution as we're talking about things getting filtered out movies are getting better they're not just comic movies they're becoming movies I think that you know your Logans your Black Panthers your Aquamans these movies are turning into the things that we want them to be as a baseline instead of that caveat of like but it's a comic movie yeah. Yeah. and this year while we're talking about the year as a whole is the beginning of me being like oh the Golden Globes noticed the Oscars might notice in a crazy? serious way we're noticing and we're not just being biased because we're doing a show about it we're not just like I don't go right, under right, blinders right. and this was the first year I'm like oh everyone's taking these films seriously as films so at, at that point I want to talk about the Marvel side of television okay. uh, this year we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what? Legion, The Gifted, Cloak and Dagger, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil. Jesus. I it, Yeah, quite wow. the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are shows that are all not currently airing. Those all came out before the present. Uh, so, <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is renewed for a season seven uh, before yes. season six even drops. Yeah. I don't personally, that's another, that's a great example. I don't personally get into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not my tempo. It's not my mm-hmm. style of acting. It's not my kind of show. Okay. Every person I know that watches it is such a diehard fan that I love it by osmosis. Like, yes, I stand yes, over yes. here and go, look how happy. Yeah. Uh, so, personally, not my thing. Legion, however... Is is a Kubrick experience. <laughs> it is in camera editing. It is bold. It is strange. It is psychological. The acting is next level. It is such a risky everything, and it's somehow also that while being the most proper X Men adaptation simultaneously. Legion is consistently impressive. I love it very much. But if it's a little too much for you, The Gifted is a great like street level. We're a team. That's how you have like like they're the two. You know what I mean? They're two sides of a coin, and I love yes. that. Um, about, and cloak, while, while I'm ranting Cloak and Dagger uh, really impressed me because it felt like it was in the Runaways universe and if you know the comics Runaways and Cloak and Dagger do have a lot of crossover at times Cloak and Dagger I love that the setting was as important as the characters New Orleans was brilliant it was fleshed out and these actors made characters that were side characters in the comics at best really really integral to the world they put them in I never cared about Cloak and Dagger except for Maximum Carnage and then these two guys in two episodes I was like wait a second Cloak and Dagger was my biggest surprise of the year uh, Jessica Jones had it season two it shifted to a female villain it was very psychological it was very gritty it was raw it was jessica jones her her brusque exterior finally got exposed and you felt the vulnerability of jessica which was a fascinating take on the season punisher i it's december last year but i'm gonna count it uh (laughs) punisher was singularly one of the most impressive 13 hours in the history of tv not just comic tv it's one of those things that transcends i thought punisher another crossover yeah i mean like what big subject matter for a comic book show to deal with than like domestic assault gun violence politics in a character that's like i shoot spider-man like (laughs) that show whoa uh iron fist season two was the biggest leap in quality I've ever seen between a season one and season two. A positive boy Koi, gonna mm-hmm. lean into that because I was really impressed. The Again, last so positive. I, like, positive. I love it. <laughs> the last 45 seconds of Iron Fist were the Iron Fist we always wanted. Unfortunately they're the last 45 seconds of Iron Fist. Yeah. But I really appreciate that the show focused on the Zen, focused on the morality, focused on the Chi, focused on the things that we wanted from season one. It learned its lessons, got a new showrunner, showed us what shows can evolve into and that I think is a testament. Plus Finn Jones got time to learn to fight. The poor guy was like handed a script. He's like six hours, learn Kung Fu. God. So he had a final a year, Iron Fist season two is worth watching, and finally, breathe, Daredevil Coy, season breathe. three. You're gonna combust. Daredevil season three, next to Deadpool, Donald Glover being canceled is, I think, the biggest blow Tragedy. to the culture. Uh, <laughs> comic, book, comic book culture is a loss for Daredevil season three being the last season because I thought 
Daredevil was the best uh, property out of Marvel, and season three was the best one. I just think they knew they were canceling it. I think. Oh, yeah, I mean, but had, the, the cast didn't. I know. No. I, they're not going to tell them. They're not going <laughs> to tell them because then they go off and look for something else. They knew. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, they've known for a while these were going to be canceled. I think. Yeah, I mean, they have to. Disney Plus got like once that was all going up. Disney and all that was like, oh yeah, this is not going to be going because people are like, oh, they'll just take the whole cast and do it over at Disney. It's like, no, they won't. No, th- those guys are not going to that, that and, legal. You're not going to send your competitor work. Right, and I, and I'm of yeah. the mind. I don't think Charlie Cox will ever be Daredevil again. I, I don't think Marvel's going to use him I agree. if he's in the films or if they do a new show. I I, I think I, I, I agree because of all not. the bad blood that we've heard between television and MC. You and now with the streaming service, it yeah, seems like that division can't go on. Something's gonna give yeah. there. They are going to be unified. They have to be because the the shows that they're talking about making for the Disney streaming right. service yeah. are MCU shows. Yeah, right. so yeah. that's why they're not going to relaunch the Netflix verse. We have to be happy that we had it. I will say just briefly. Um, you know, Luke Cage appreciated it. Jessa appreciated uh, Iron Fist. Never really gave me the jam that like Daredevil did. Daredevil was one of my favorite shows. Period. End of sentence. Like yeah. you said, uh, I thought the third season was like a return to form. But I also loved the second season. Same. Like, and see, and I yet loved it was the second it, season. I loved, I loved it too. The hand, Electra. You I can't have so Wilson Fisk every season. You needed that you break. It's, it, I agree. It's the biggest blow, and I think it's just because of all this. I, it'll be interesting to see when and how Daredevil resurfaces mm-hmm. um, you know but um, yeah I mean it's interesting you couldn't see any of those shows going to ABC certainly no, you know, like, um, and why would Disney Plus want to give Netflix more viewers by looping them back season right. one through three that's why I keep saying and, I'm like, you know it's people talk they're like oh no the Charlie Cox in the set but think about our Tom Holland is our Spider-Man and now think of Charlie Cox next to him in scenes we've seen Charlie Cox swing from a roof to a ledge Maybe once or twice in the entire. Yeah. So they're expecting him. Oh, they're gonna be swinging their billy clubs with each other. Those That's two don't mesh. It's true. What it's, they've it's, done. It's like when people yeah. say that about Grant Gustin should be in the movie. Right. It's like it doesn't even nope. look right. It would be. It's so I different. Think, what's it? What do they say? Like in their contracts, they can't use these characters for like two, two. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think four or five years from now, we'll get a Daredevil. Yeah. In a red spandexy type outfit, done yeah. well. You know, um, dark for Marvel. Dark, dark for Marvel. Yeah, dark. You but, won't have yeah. the scenes in the basement of the church. That's not going to happen. No. We're not going to have. You're the not going to have the cap- blood yeah. tanks. Yeah. Let me say this. I have to say this. So we're watching. So season two, uh, season three comes out, and I'm following Twitter, and some of these guys are like, "Man, who's up on on Daredevil season three? Man, dude, the chemistry between." Between Matt and Maggie, man, I, anyone shipping them? And I'm just going. I'm like, I'm doing the the the, the Steve Carell gift. The, I was like, do I want to? Do I want to tell him? Do I want to tell him? Because he he didn't know the history, and I'm just like, oh, he doesn't know, and this is awesome. And then everyone's like, don't tell him. And then he so, had uh, the he had to be like, oh Jesus, because he was hardcore wanting to hook up. Oh, hardcore, this guy. Hilarious. It was awesome. So Daredevil season three was the like everyone talked about it. It moved people that weren't even comic yeah. fans. Yeah. It showed where things can go. So hopefully Marvel takes at least a page out of that. Maybe that can be our first R-rated. I, I don't know. I gotta say that 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 office fight with Bullseye, oh, dude. They made yeah. Bullseye freaking the feels terrifying. Like yeah. I was. So in Matt Murdock's head, trying to figure out what the f was going on in that fight, yeah. I was like, "That was just, just, just plucking that out." I mean, they gave him an arsenal. He walked into an office yeah. and then had an arsenal but to play I, I mean, with. I love the fact that we've got the three seasons. It's true, and it's it, true. And it, it ends. Perfectly. It ends great. Yeah. Like they're the, gonna be. Yeah, and you just Marvel wish that you, the right. only thing you wish you would have gotten was a little bit more of him being a lawyer, which you right. really didn't get yeah. that much of because. 
he wasn't doing it too right. much, and you know, yeah. since the you know it's defenders, he wasn't really doing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, but yeah, and then the the prison scene again. God, another. Damn. I mean, it was it was epic. That sixteen minute fight. I don't know that for me, and I love Punisher too. I've I've, lo- I've never liked the character of the Punisher as much mm-hmm. as I liked his. Punisher is not a favorite character of mine. He carries a gun. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but this Punisher was great. By far the best, you know, just iteration of the character for me. I, I'm probably one of the only people that didn't care for it. Okay. And I'll say that only because, like you said, like, for me, the Punisher is, is he, you shouldn't feel sympathy for him. And I knew this series is going to make us feel sympathetic for this sure. guy. I think Punisher should be like Jaws. Mm-hmm. He, you, you see him in flashes and scenes, but he's not the through line. You follow someone else. Oh, and he's just this guy that comes in as a force of nature. Like the joke in the dark. You can't talk to him, you can't reason with him. He's in and he's out killing people. So, I, but I knew you, you can't do a 12, show, 12, a season. Uh, season, 12 episodes of that. And yeah. Spawn is going to be like that. Which yeah, I'm so I, the I Spawn think... outline is basically Spawn is Jaws, and he just comes in, tears stuff up, and you're following Sam and Twitch. Yes, so that's I, I exactly that what I'm Blum, talking the about. The Blumhouse take on yes. Spawn might be what you want. Oh, yeah. So it's the Punisher R, should be... Our low-budget Spawn is going to be Jaws, and that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think that's perfect. I think Punisher works great for me when he's a supporting character. Okay. Because people want him more in season two. I was like, nope, those couple episodes... Perfect. Oh, he's great. His season main two. season on the roof. With yeah, the stuff on the roof. Oh god. So, uh, yeah. so, so uh, the Marvel had a great TV year. Netflix stuff uh, is the end. We're gonna get the last. Legion of Legion is next great year. too. Legion, uh, Legion is, is, sick. is brilliant. Proud, uh, proud that it's on FX. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys. I mean, Atlanta and Legion. Like I know. some <laughs> of the boldest. I'm giving you full credit. Yeah, give you me guys. Full credit. This guy. Nice job, Adam Gertler, CEO of FX. You guys really the the boldness that network can take because of the way they. Founded themselves or rebranded themselves with Always Sunny is inspired. Yep. They were like, hey, this thing we got from YouTube is doing well. What if every choice is crazy? Rescue Me. I mean, the list goes on and on. It is like a network that you constantly go to for great stuff. And the fact that they took the X Men property and gave it the Fargo treatment, which they also gave Fargo yeah. the Fargo yeah. treatment, which how, how much of a magic trick is that? <laughs> um, and you're right. It is It is visually, it is Kubrickian. Yeah. Um, yep. I, 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 I can see why it's not for everyone story wise. Like, it's not yeah. the most linear but yeah but then they have the gifted if you want linear if you want a network version of that you've got the right, gifted right, which right. I really respect and again no company yeah. branding issues no confusion one's Fox one FX and that's to me why <laughs> I worry about the Marvel buying everything because I enjoy the fact yeah. that we have FX having bold choices, Fox having linear network TV. As soon as Disney, as soon as the Mouse House owns everything, then we have one style of that's, television. Yeah. And I, I get crap because, like, if you want to call me a Marvel shill, also realize that I'm saying that's bad. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but you know, but Marvel does, Disney does now have Fox and FX, I believe. But I don't know if they're going to hold on to the style of that in in the films. Like, I don't yeah. know if mm-hmm. this Deadpool test. I liked the PG-13 cut because of the PG of the, the R-rated cut. I'm kind of glad it's not like gangbusters because they won't go like, look, we can do it. Mm. And if that had done insane money, I could see them going that way with Deadpool, which isn't the character. Gotcha. So I I'm afraid yeah. of things like if FX, if, if those channels, since it's a harder bite to take, Legion's a harder bite. Mm-hmm. If they look at the gifted numbers and look at Legion's numbers, they're going to greenlight the, the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's my worry is just the oversight of like them playing the equalizer. Right. So long term, mm. I think that's scary. Short term, I'm gonna absorb all this content I can. I'll watch Daredevil season three ten times. I, I know Legion doesn't do particularly great, so it, it is it is really good that they keep giving it to us. So thank you. 
Powers whoever, that be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Powers that be for like, because yeah, it, it, the, the numbers are not like super there or anything. Like people thought it was like, oh, the, you know, I don't know if right. they thought it was going to be their Walking Dead or something. It's like, like a that. cult show. It's like those movies you yeah. watch and they come up ten years later and you're like, I'm so glad that existed, but yeah. they like failed at the theater. <laughs> like Fight Club didn't make money theatrically, and now that's every like twenty mm-hmm. to thirty year old's favorite movie. Yeah, that's just how it works. Uh, Marvel TV, what you got? Yeah, well, I actually am one of the few that, or not few, but. Well, maybe. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I actually still really like it. I I started doing Marvel TV Weekly panel on AfterBuzz, and I binged, like, over 100 episodes, so I was, like, really in it. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. But Jesus. by the time I, like, got to, you know, the current season, I was like, these guys are great. Like, I've survived all of this with them. Uh-huh. How great. Um, Yeah, I am excited to see exactly what they do. I wasn't um super, super on board with Legion just because it was so crazy, and I was like... I feel like I need to go to therapy after watching this. Um, but it was certainly fun, and I think they're so freaking talented. I think Dan Stevens, just being able to really embody Legion like that mm-hmm. is crazy. And it's so beautiful to see on a small screen, which you would think, you know, just with other Netflix shows where you're like, how amazing yeah, is right. it that we get this quality of stuff on a small screen? Yeah. Like, Agreed. great job. Golden yeah. age of comic content. Long yeah. form and yeah. short um, uh, Ghost Rider wasn't this past season of that. It was two seasons ago, that right? Was that, no. I think it was it five, was season five, was it? Five? So it was two seasons ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's so when I popped so in. I so so had so the Chris Farley show that one. one. That was awesome. Now, season six is airing January. Mm, no. Right? It's yeah. like summer? Summer, right? Yeah. I give them, yeah. I give them props for doing the decree thing. They were like in space a lot. They were like just in space forever. I like the framework stuff, too. A lot of people didn't wasn't really this did. this was the season that's going to be airing that was the one they were on the fence with for a while mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't say it was greenlit they were waiting 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 and then, then they, they did it yeah. greenlit the next one already. but then they yeah. greenlit so there was no because they thought I thought this was going to be the last one that they're doing I now. think yeah. they, they were, were done they were the Disney Plus app I think okay. that's my vibe is okay. they waited a really long time for season 6 to greenlight it and then gotcha. all of a sudden they greenlit season 7 like not that long after right. greenlighting 6 I feel like they were waiting for the Netflix fear like you know what I mean okay. like, all of these Netflix shows yeah. like guys I have to I have to break it to you when Punisher airs in January it gets canceled Favorite, yeah, yeah. that's happening. Yeah, it's gonna. And like, then it, yes, I don't nothing, know why there's no petition or something yeah. that's gonna save yeah. it. It's gone because like, it hasn't aired yet, so it would be weird to say to we cancel the show before it even airs. You yeah, know, so that there's at least some uh, veil of like you know, right. Yeah, it's just it's a weird way to promote. But so, did you like the um, the younger audience shows? The, the Cloak and Dagger, Dagger and uh, the Runaways. Runaways. Uh, Runaways, yeah. I put that in future because it airs on... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it airs in three days. Uh-huh. Uh, the new season. Great, we'll put it in the future. Yeah, it's in the future. But Cloak and Dagger, I was really impressed by it. still haven't made it through it. I was really? in it. I, I was not in it, it but it, but a little too <coughs> CW-y. Got it. Uh, a little bit okay. too... Like, it didn't pull me along like Runaways did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's there. Again, just the DVR tells the tale. The DVR doesn't yeah. lie. Like, it's there. <laughs> tell the tale. I'm seeing it. I gotta, I gotta be honest, you know, uh, at least how it's moving me right now. But I will catch up. I will get the rest of the Cloak and Dagger, and be, especially, you know, now that the Marvel television is sort of dwindling. The last two episodes are like a movie. So I think you'll oh. definitely the last two you'll watch are one. And the, uh, the budget you can see Sky I, I, I did like what I saw, what? though. I love the way they're doing yeah. the whole thing. The, the story is great. The cloak, how many did you see, though? I think yeah. maybe like four. Oh. 
You're almost done. It's, no, it's, it's, yeah. The, the, yeah. What I was most impressed by the Cloak and Dagger was the way they made visuals that don't even work in the medium of comics work. Like, the yeah. Cloak and Dagger character costumes and everything are so silly, even on paper. Like, right, right, right. They're, they're those characters right. you're like, no. And then in the, the show, yeah, they like made a his... a sexy onesie and just... With right. a cutout and, like, a glowy hand. With like, stripes. I love the and dagger. Yet, and the dagger, when it pops out of her, like, you are, like, invested. And then his yeah. cloak is yeah. so cinematically, like, yeah. the way it billows and they do rooftop shots like a comic book. I, that's what yeah. impressed me about Cloak and Dagger was it's yeah. a young adult show with bold chances and choices. And I think as I get older, I actually enjoy young um, adult content more because I can see my kids liking it. Okay. Like, I walked out of Spider-Verse and I was like, yo, I'm gonna have a baby. Because <laughs> I was, like, ready to show my child this movie. And I think that's, like, that new, like, I'm hit that, I hit 30 and I was suddenly like, yo, I'm gonna have some kids uh, that show them Spider-Man. <laughs> and, like, it was a really interesting thing because I was watching Cloak and Dagger and I was like, I want, sorry, I said like a lot. Uh, I yeah. want my children to have these morals and this moral compass. Okay. And I like the fact that this show can give them that while being something I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it's like when you're listening to a Rolling Stones album and you, you're like, kids will appreciate what yeah. the music yeah. Yeah. is, but a show. Yeah. So that's what I got out of okay. that one. Uh, Marvel movies. <gasps> yes. Uh, so we did Marvel TV. Marvel movies this year were Black Panther, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Venom. Bombs. Uh, All of them. Just tanked. Bombs. The Terrible. Terrible. Didn't do so well. Terrible. So, it's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the rose, the bloom is off the rose, uh, Marvel. <laughs> I think, I think America's love affair with all things, uh, Marvel has, has dissipated. I think so. You're no longer the Coca-Cola, uh, in the, in the big soda. Hope you had a fun run. Uh, so this year, we're kicking it off with Black Panther. Let's, let's go. Let's do movies one at a time. Black Panther of, uh, thoughts and appreciation or dismay. I absolutely loved it. Uh, the only thing that holds it back for me is that the 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 rubber CGI fight stuff at the Direct, end. I yeah. can't. I'm like, like it's so good up till then. So and seeing it in the theater, it, I was so invested, I didn't care. But now when I rewatch it, I'm just kind of like, yeah, this stuff really kind of bothers me because everything else is so damn good. And then you see something like Infinity War with the CGI. And you're like, well, you, don't you have the same houses doing it? <laughs> or are you, just, are you farming it out because they're so close? I think it was a budget like, issue. Yeah, I'm like, it, it, I just, you gotta. You okay. got Ryan Coogler, uh, who's an indie I, director. I get it, and then I you get go it. Over yeah. and it's like, here's all the money to build Wakanda. Oh, we gotta do that scene at the end. Yeah, I think that was like, that, that was the only thing. But I, I really, I love the movie. I, I, mean, I, I um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to hate on Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, especially, again, a character that I really only knew from the Avengers in the comics. Didn't yeah. collect a lot of Black Panther comics. And also when you talked about how people, when you enjoy when people like a thing, I love the <laughs> fact that people uh, of a different background that felt underrepresented were able to rally oh. behind that. That was a big part of being able to enjoy the film is I... how much people got into it. And because it's Marvel, then I also have ownership of it too. It's like, yeah, it's nice in our house, isn't it? You know, <laughs> so, so I'm still get to be a part of it. Yeah, totally. Um, but, and, 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 and to 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 mirror what Mike said, I do have a couple of things like because the fights are so good when you actually see the actors yeah, fighting, yeah, yeah. it does kind of hurt it when they're in costumes and you're supposed it's supposed to be better and it doesn't mm-hmm. one up like those battles at the waterfall. Both of them were just insanely yeah, good. Yeah, um, and also you know Michael B. Jordan's character coming in, kind of like taking over like the next day. It was a little like. Strained credulity, just a little bit. You're like, come on, it's that easy for him to walk in. Anybody can just be yeah. like, challenge. I ain't an artichoke. I'm your king now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but he's so great in that movie to, too. I'm sorry, you wanted no, to say, to say what though. you said about the point of different audiences. Brought. I'll never forget. We're oh, sitting there, packed yeah. audience, uh, opening night, and credits roll. Half the audience gets up and walks out. Blows and I look over. Mind. I go, don't uh, they know? And he goes, Mike, 
all those people, this might have been their first time seeing a Marvel film, a superhero oh. film, because they're finally represented. And it, it was like, holy, it, it, was, it opened my mind. Because we all know nerds, we just sit there. Oh, we knew. We're but trained. We're so, trained. This yeah. brought so many people that were finally represented to the theaters. And because it was packed, cheering, applause. But they just got up and left. And everyone, like, no one's telling them, sit down, wait, well, come back. Yeah. But it was, they had not been in, indoctrinated into the world of comic book That's movies. Amazing. Because and now, and now they will. And now they're like, I missed, what did I miss? And then Infinity War, they come back. Yeah. And that, that skyrockets yeah. him, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was such a cool experience to, cool. to see happen. And I didn't come to the realization. A friend had to tell me that. So I was yeah. like, holy hell. That's a magic moment. That's yeah, really it was impressive. great. Uh-huh. Black Panther thoughts? It was absolutely insane. It was definitely one of my favorite movies I think I've ever seen. I think I was maybe slightly blinded. And I still am because I find nothing wrong with that film at and there's all. Nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So good. And then the freaking soundtrack. I still work out to that soundtrack, and I love it. I think that it's it's fun. Uh, I love Michael B. Jordan. I think everyone did such a phenomenal job. And again, you know, seeing newer audiences, mm. and then even people buying out theaters so that more people yes. could see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think that was, that was, was really like cool. it was a whole revolution. Yeah. And I love that we were able to experience that this year, and that just like kicked off the year. Yeah, you know? that, yeah. How it crazy. seems like that was fantastic. and it really defined yeah. a lot of the year. Like it kept yeah. heat. Black Panther here. has kept kept heat throughout yeah. this entire year, and now what you said down to award season, mm-hmm. and it's starting to get talked about. And no one survives a year. In and award it's getting nominations. Those are eight year old men going. What was this that was this year yeah. like that's why they release movies right before they vote because they forgot and uh, Black Panther yeah. survived a year like we're still we talked longer like we're still talking about Black Panther yeah. longer than some of the shows that ended a month ago because yeah. it, it left that much of an impact mm-hmm. on the world for me Black Panther was really impressive because it took a character that is very difficult to write sometimes and very hard for other writers to get on and it translated it to like a greatest hits uh, I actually enjoyed the Black Panther narrative in the movie more than some of the runs in the comic. Uh, I love yeah. Chris Priest. I love Reggie Hudlin. I love those runs. But those are like three writers over the course of how many years. So it's really hard to write this character because of how dense he is. It's a compliment to the character, not an insult right. to the writers. He is a uh, globe-trotting p- politician, spy, superhero. Right. Like, that's a hard thing to land. Yeah. The movie somehow mixed all those elements added a dash of cinema, put in supporting characters that were incredible, gave us the strongest women in the MCU, and then, like, magic? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's why we're still talking about it in fe- from February to now. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was not just important to comic movies, not just important to movies, not just important to society, but it's going to be something we look at long-term. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something mm-hmm. we look at and go, 2018 is the year of Black Panther. And whether the movie worked for you or not, that is something we can always point at. Like, he, uh, he was in the cover of Time Magazine. Yeah. Like, T'Challa. Yeah. Like, right, right, that's right, right, insane right, right. to me. So, <coughs> I think that Black Panther is not just good, it's, it's, it's important, so I'm glad it was as good as it was, because imagine yeah. if the movie was important and then it was like, but the third act even fell more apart. Like, that would have been a travesty. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was an it, A for me. It was, it, yeah, it definitely. I mean, it's 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 great. They kicked off the year great. It was beautiful, different, and yeah. I mean, the fact that like they're successful with with the comics with the properties that aren't the most popular. Yeah, it just shows like how many arrows they have in their quiver. Yeah, that's a great. Yes. Speaking of arrows in a quiver, all of them were shot at once with Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) Infinity War came out this year. I'll kick this one off. Infinity War was the culmination of 22 movies, which had never been done before. And it was the most ambitious cast. And it was arguably the most ambitious story to tell. 
And as a diehard comic fan, I was surprised throughout. We talked about being surprised in a movie when you know the source material. Right, right, right. What, gr- the, what impressed me most about this movie was it made things that didn't work for me in the comics work for me on movies. Like, I hate the Iron Spider suit. I loved it in the movie. I mm. don't like the broad strokes villain, but I understood Josh Brolin as Thanos more than I willing right, to right. admit. Yeah. I'm on the 405 sometimes. I'm like, yo. Mm. Oh. Like, <laughs> once or twice a day, I'm I like, think man, about that, you like, know, was he wrong? If it's fair, uh, was he wrong? Just so you see, guys, you see, Koi's super positive until, until one day <laughs> he's a finger snap until waiting to happen. But it's fair. But it's fair because all things equal. So I was really impressed with the special effects. It w- I didn't have the Black Panther issues because, I mean, they, they, they were working this movie forever. In the yeah, that was the thing. I, was like, I love the fact that they made a purple guy that could have looked ridiculous yeah. so menacing. One of the best villains yeah. we've had. And the fact that they gave me a movie that juggled all my favorite characters that I didn't feel like anyone was missing. I didn't go like, I need more of. And that's a testament to proper storytelling on top of all of the teams that worked on this. And when it ended, all of us, it was the first movie where people, I was at a press screening, people started talking in the audience and I was like, like I was like uh, yeah. respect this yeah. like I need to weep here right, right, and like right. these yeah. credits are people that changed us yeah. so I, I just felt this somberness and that that's a powerful moment yeah. and we have the second one coming out in four months and we know nothing about it mm. a movie ends and we don't know anything about the next one we went into that not knowing much about right. it so I, Infinity War was to me near perfect storytelling it was one of the few movies that crossed over from my favorite comic movies to my favorite movies of the year it made my top 10 of the year generally and that's that's insane actually i think iron man 108 was the was the only oh. other one to clear my top 10 oh wow like that wow. testament to for me uh infinity review yeah gosh i'm still trying to recover oh, and winter soldier <laughs> sorry winter soldier also made that cut okay oh, yeah. The, yeah yeah i think the fact that so many people saw it in advance and they didn't talk about it right, right, at right. all yeah, yeah. and it was like a huge thing and it was just all over social media and obviously in the nerd dumb world mm. i think that it was revolutionary. I said that about Black Panther, but it was the same freaking yep. thing. And just to have all these people come together and create something so freaking beautiful that really touched you. And I mean, I think we all had the same kind of look on our faces after we left watching it for mm-hmm. hours, just kind of like trying to dissect everything. <laughs> right. And then, like you said, even going into this next one, we don't know much. We really don't. But we're already like, yeah, I mean, here, take my money. Yeah. It's fine. And I think also just really seeing how much people can get so invested in comics and see that come to life and really appreciate that these people making it, the Russo brothers and everyone else, like they understand how important it is. That I think, it just gives me chills to even think about how wonderful it was. It was perfection also. I loved it so much. It was so good. It was so good. Off for you guys. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, that was, it was one of the best times I can remember having in a movie theater. Like, it was a visceral ride. Um, I totally understand people complaining of it, you know, about it not being a single story. It's not meant for them, and Mm -hmm. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) If you're saying because you need all this other information that lessens it as a film, I don't know what barometer that is, because to me, it's the soap opera. I get it. It's a big TV show. I get it. But I love it. I the, you guys have said Thanos is the is the best, the best realized digital character thus far. I'm sure James Cameron will prove us wrong whether we want it or not with those right. Avatar oh sequels, <laughs> but he will. Oh. Don't count him out. Um, but yeah, and, and there is even some wonky CG in Infinity War. Oh, yeah, sure. Don't care. But the Thanos thing you needed to put all the money into, and you yeah. did. And the way it keeps moving, and Doctor Freaking Strange, oh. and 
You know, I mean, the, the, the whole caper thing, the, the Hulk, my favorite Marvel character, out early! Yeah. <laughs> but it only builds the thing. Like, you have to. Right. Hulk has to go down early, so you're, so you're like, that's how serious this is. He don't even have them all yet. <laughs> they hit Hulk, and he yeah. went down. Yeah. I mean, and then they gave us false toys, making us think And then they do things like Red Skulls, pop it. It just kept... Coming, yeah. it just yeah. didn't stop. I mean, it could have been longer. I think the next one's going to be even better. Can't say enough about it, Mikey. Uh, <laughs> I echo every statement. Uh, <laughs> then I'm, I, I don't want to bring anyone down. Um, my pro- not a problem. I just the fact that everyone's like it's a standalone film. It's not a standalone film, and I got into a big argument with Robert Meyer Burnett about it, like calling it a cliffhanger. I was like, that's a cliffhanger, but he's like, no, it's a separate film because if we never get any more Marvel films after this. <laughs> It's like <laughs> it would be the worst. Yeah, the yeah. Worst <laughs> ever. I have a heart, and I know they've got to build their slate. But the fact that I know there's a Spider-Man two, Black Panther two, a Doctor Strange, like I'm like, well, they're not dead. So I'm less like we. So I'm like, it's, I don't know. But that's regardless. The only problem I have, and the comics. Russo brothers addressed it, was the fact that like I really wanted the smaller moments to have a little more time. And they've even said like we had we couldn't. Yeah, I wanted a Cap and Bucky. To have that moment, and then they basically says like, "Well, we 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 assume Steve's coming back in this year time to see him and visit." Him. I'm like, I don't buy that farmhouse scene. I need yeah, the farmhouse scene. I wanted too. for me, Civil War. Best scene of that entire movie is Tony and Steve sitting in the uh, the the headquarters where they are, and you got the pens, and they're trying to sign the accords. Yeah, that's the best scene in the movie. I don't care about the airport scene. I don't care about anything else. It's mm-hmm. that scene because I they have done such a good job giving us these characters. Like I wanted right. I wanted Nat and, Th- and Banner to see each other and have a moment instead of just a look or mm-hmm. Rhodey to like, yeah, you took my legs, dude, and, but it's all yeah. forgiven. Yeah. I, but they've addressed it. They said we couldn't slow down. And I get it. Yeah. I get it. What's funny to me is Age of Ultron is one of my least favorite Marvel films, but uh-huh. it has two of my favorite Marvel moments, and those are those moments. The farmhouse scene mm-hmm. yeah. and the uh, the scene in the party where they're trying to lift Mjolnir yeah. are two of the most iconic yep. moments to me in the movie that I think about No the costumes, least. no nothing. And, and that's, yeah. the, that's the testament to the MCU is they built these yep. characters that they don't need the costumes Agreed. to be the characters. That was the one that they showed at the El Capitan Theater, too. Yeah. Remember that? When Chadwick Boseman yeah. was brought out on stage for the first time. Yeah. So, when Black Panther posters were given I'm, years oh, before Black Panther. Saying this now, there. Russo Brothers, you owe us a Steve and Tony scene. They if they to, don't they have, have some kind of reunion. They have to. But yeah. I... I'm just saying that, and I want an Avengers Assemble. Two, oh, yeah, we have to at this point. I want an Avengers, Avengers Assemble, him yelling that. Yeah. Those two things have to happen for me. So I've got two theories while we're on Avengers. Okay. One, that we did lose Spider-Man and T'Challa and all them, and we're in a new dimension in Endgame. I think that they go through the microverse and they do an ultimate storyline and we get a new... I think they're dead dead. What? Stop it. Oh, interesting. I think that the Ant-Man scene at the end of that is a mislead and we intentionally do that because the end of the trailer, he asks, is this right now? And before she says, it's the front door, there's a cut and no one's talking about that cut. I also think that Ant-Man is the key piece of Endgame. We go through a dimension, we go through the microverse, we go into a new reality and we meet a new T'Challa, a new Spider-Man and those characters are actually dead. You just created me as a meme. I'm that girl with like the, the math going on. Ahead. Like, <laughs> I think Holy. everyone that got dusted stays dusted. Oh my god! I think everyone we meet in all of these sequels. So that's like why we Star Lord. Everyone. Everyone. And that's why they announced Shang Chi. And that's why I announced the more global films. Is Marvel goes more global in Phase Four in the new dimension? We leave New York. We branch out. And He's that's like why they killed the six one six. Or I guess it's not yeah, the six one six. Whatever you refer to it as. It's like the, in in Secret Wars, which is a great way to test the audience. Jonathan Nickman's run when the worlds collide. Yeah. And they kill so many people. I yeah. think they might do that cinematically. And they kill the 616, and we get a 
new brand of characters. That's why maybe there's so many Spider-Man suits in the new movie. I know Shield gives so, them a couple. But then you think Cap and and uh, and Iron Man are both making it through? I think that what might happen is they sacrifice themselves so the other universe can live on. Well, I think yeah. Cap's dying. Cap's dying. Oh, Iron dying. Man's dying. A lot yeah. of the core Avengers dying. are dying, and that gets rid of the contracts. But it also gives us that entire new slate of characters without sacrificing oh, the integrity oh, of the Marvel my universe. My mind is just blown. Yeah, that's I don't, know, I don't know if if I buy that because I I don't know if that's too far to go for for an audience. I would have thought that pre Thanos, not post Thanos. Yeah, you're I don't right. Know. I don't know. That's possible a, now. That's really interesting. I'm gonna have oh. to meditate on that. But that is some. some <laughs> it's wild it's a bold. Stuff. It's a very comical. I love it. It's but if if anyone can do it through after you said the Spider Verse, you you know what a great way to beta test it. Spider Verse. What a great way to beta test the audience's reliability with comic materials than Infinity War and comics usually set up these storylines way before and they just did Secret Wars five years ago right. when they would have been writing this whole thing. But you know what? I gotta say Captain Marvel's definitely the key. We saw the thing go off so that, you know, Captain you, Marvel in this reality. We don't know what her, her she's but in the 90s could, in Captain Marvel. You, we don't know how she went. Because that means you can have the Fantastic Four and the not have to go through and the And every origins. single person is in that universe they land in. Cool. Did you put something in this My head! <laughs> this is what happens when we do these kinds of shows. <laughs> you actually land in a universe where all these characters exist. Galactus Come back to Popcorn Talk to just drop some knowledge, guys. So that's my big theory. I don't know if it's real, but uh, here we are. So... Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, also, this year we got the uh, what other movies? Were there any DC movies <laughs> back then? Yeah. So, oh, we had Teen Titans Go. That's right. Big <laughs> year. Big year. Uh, Deadpool two, Ant Man and the Wasp, and Venom were not the big uh, tentpoles comparatively. Uh, Deadpool two did very well, but I personally like Deadpool one more. Um, yep. Deadpool two was a lot of fun. It built the X Force. It played with the narrative. It, it was all the things that Deadpool can be. I just think the heart of Deadpool one is such a impossible thing to capture. So I really enjoy Deadpool two. I'm not speaking ill of it. It's just like not everything can be an A plus. Um, uh, so for me, I, I enjoyed it. I really liked the bait and switch. I liked the comedy a lot. I thought Cable was great. I needed more of it. And one of the weirdest things is the Once Upon a Deadpool cut, which is to me a slightly more, a very much more tame cut, answers a lot of my problems in a very specific way. All of the issues I have with Deadpool get answered in Deadpool Once Upon a Deadpool, but it's not doing oh. well enough for me to talk about it. So it's a tricky, like, look, you oh. listened, but also. Uh, so that's my take on that. Ant-Man and the Wasp, I thought the post credit scene was inspired. I thought the movie used um, the the... CGI in a very creative way. The the shrinking and growing yeah. was way more cinematic than I thought. Um, I really enjoyed it, and Ant-Man of the Wasp had more comedy than I thought they could land post-Infinity War. I didn't feel it was like okay. totally wrong. I just was surprised they landed it, and I'm one of the loudest Venom proponents on the internet. I really, yeah. I thought Venom was special. I, as soon as he was in the lobster tank, the movie took the right <laughs> turn for me. God. And like, it was a buddy cop horror body film featuring Tom Hardy, so I didn't mind a moment. So it really worked for me. Mm-hmm. So those are my three. What do you think of the last three movies of the year? Yeah, okay, so Deadpool 2, agree with you. I did like the first one more. I think it was still fun. The last five minutes kind of, like, threw me off, but I was like, <laughs> all right, oh, okay, I'll go with it. Um, I do really like that we got two Josh Brolins in things. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was that was fun. Ant-Man and the Wasp was so freaking beautiful. Like, I loved everything that we got. And, yeah, I love the, the shrinking, the getting bigger. Like, all of that was so much fun. And, yeah, surprisingly funny at points. But Venom, I would say, was the one that shocked me. I was scared, but I was still hopeful. But when I found myself laughing, I was like, all right, this is going to be a good time. Let's just do this. And, yeah, especially Eminem's um, Venom. I mean, alone. Yes. I I work out to that song. So it's great. I mean, we got wonderful music, wonderful times, just a whole bunch of fun. Okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, let's see. Ant-Man and the Wasp, not one of my top Marvel films. 
Um, but a good time, but I, I haven't seen it a second time, which is Fair. rare mm-hmm. that I'm not like brought really quickly back. And I did like the stuff at the end and the connectivity, but it's kind of like when you watch those Doctor Who episodes, you're just waiting for that little bit of mm-hmm. canonical <laughs> stuff to tie together. Yeah, yeah. You don't really yeah. care as much about the episode. You're just like, just give me the goods. Give me the <laughs> talk about <laughs> Infinity War stuff, you know, and like time... Uh, vortexes and whatever um, but yeah he's great as a character it was definitely a good time at the movies um, what was the other one besides Venom uh, Emma Watts Venom Deadpool and uh, Deadpool 2 oh, sorry. Deadpool 2 I thought was a good time I, I pretty much echo what you guys said I really do love the post credit scene in that movie oh, it's, it's really brilliant. creative stuff I love X-Force appearing I love the fake outs um, Venom I'm not as kind to um, <laughs> listen and it's only because I probably was mis- was prejudging the film before I went in but I loved the character Venom in the comics when I read it out of the alien costume because there was something really terrifying about Venom knowing everything about Spider-Man being just as strong as Spider-Man mm-hmm. but like a little bit more and I love that that Venom I know Venom has become so many more things to so many more people and so many iterations since then mm-hmm. uh, and I do gotta give props to Sony for two huge monster Spider-Verse hits yeah. after people yeah. are like saying that they're never gonna do it myself included and saying that they suck at making Spider-Man movies, and they are two for two. Like you and can't take anything away from from Venom because oh, yeah. DC managed to stay in the game, making money while they were still making mistakes, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad yeah. and what have you. But still, hundreds of millions coming in enough that the DC uh, cinematic universe is going to live on and is going to change. Uh, so it wasn't a home run for them. Sure. And, and I don't think Venom was. I mean, financially, it was a home run. Yeah. And they spent yeah. a lot less on it. Absolutely. They spent. Like about the same as Spider-Verse or maybe even less than Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse. So, yeah, I'm happy for them. It's not exactly the best iteration of the character that I've seen, but glad it did well. I mean, yeah, it's It's fun. Marvel, you know. Uh, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 1 was probably one of my favorite cinematic experiences of all time. The audience, it was like a party. Yeah. So I wanted that for this one and it didn't really land for me like that. Um, But I I don't know. I, I think people don't put enough credence in how good a director and what a good director adds to your film uh, Tim, Tim Miller Tim Miller like he helped create what that was and, and when you take that years of piece and, 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 like... and, and David Leach and them they're phenomenal I love them you know with the John Wick and everything and, and their background but it just Tim Miller you, 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 you sensed his element not there right you know and, fair yeah so fair. I enjoyed it um, uh, what was the and second Ant-Man Wasp I forgot about it about an hour after I saw it. Mm. And I will say this. I want, I'm want i an underdog lover. I love the underdog. Out of the three Marvel films, the MCU films, Ant-Man and the Wasp was the most I was looking forward to at the start of the year. Okay. Just because it was the underdog. No one was talking about it. I was like, I love the character. But I just felt like like the Sonny Birch character was like, okay. And it, to me, everyone was a comedian. Like, everyone had jokes except Scott. And Scott was like, they made him out to be dumb. Mm, like, you know, you've got Hope, who's a genius, and... He's street smarts, and they didn't even have that with the time. So everyone was making jokes, and at his expense, and he looked like an idiot, I thought. So I'm just like, no, he's, he's capable. But, yeah. Uh, Venom? <laughs> I'll say this. I sat into it with three different, two different guys, three of us, and we could have not had three more different viewpoints on Marvel film. We have one guy that is the Marvel cheerleader. He loves everything Marvel and Disney does. Guy in the middle is very kind of both sides, and I'm the guy that's usually the curmudgeon about certain things. And through this movie, we're looking at each other going, what are we watching? Like, I wasn't in on the joke. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm per- I'll am I'm, never tell someone to not like something. I love BVS. I love BVS. So I'll never tell you to not like a film. Mm-hmm. I'll never tell you guys that you're wrong in liking a film. 
But I'll tell you this. If anyone comes to me at any DC film and tells me that you love Venom but you hate something, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not taking that opinion for a grain of salt at all. I, uh, I respect But, it. you know, but I'm an old school. I mean, like you, like, for me, Venom doesn't exist without Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason his eyes look white like that and shape up is yeah. because it's mocking the suit. It's... I don't, and they it did do it. It was the suit. It was the suit. Yeah, it's it like, was the suit. So I get that they didn't have Spider-Man, so they wanted to do it, and everyone in the cast like, "Well, now in the comics, it's this and this." I get it. I get it. I know. Flash Thompson. We're and we're, the, we're curmudgeon-y about old school Venom. Yeah, old school I, Venom. I respect it, and but that like, means you care. That's great. Like, and I love. I mean, say what you will about Spider-Man three, but the way that that suit like rattled into his mouth and is pulling his mouth out, you felt like, "Oh, this is yes. painful." This was just like a blob that threw over him. And I know they couldn't go that way because they did it. The fact that Venom is a scorned lover of Peter Parker. Yeah. The relationship between Venom and Spider-Man is one of my favorite relationships. Yeah. It's a domestic of assault at all times. Like right. he's getting mishandled and he loves it. And yeah. like it's, um, it, it's tricky. Yes. And I love the scorned lover aspect of the symbiote and the hatred of Eddie and to Spider-Man as a re- journalism. Yeah. There's so much to it. For me, I knew going into it, I couldn't have that. So I, I came into it more apologizing up front. See, yep. so, so I went into it like, if this is even funny, I'm in. And then as you, soon as the lobster yeah. tank, I was like, oh, they made Hunter S. Thompson write a comic movie. And there you then go. I was like, it was a You also knew that Venom was literally the manure of Sony's Spider-Verse. They were that just it was just to, going to like yeah. rate, make a fertile field for much more to grow there. <laughs> and since it was decent, I liked more than it, I expected. Uh, and also mentioning Deadpool 2, before we move on, Deadpool 2 landed more group team jokes than I expected, so I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I, I leaned to the negative in the opening of this, but I do think Tim Miller's beating heart was missing, yeah, so it, it just, felt like a sequel. And yes. that's always hard, yeah. but it's still a great film, and it's impressive that it spawned three films. The Super Hooper yeah. cut is a different movie, the Once Upon a Time cut is a different movie, and that is a testament to the light sh- uh, And directing. their whole... I, oh, I wanted to be bigger, but the Peter character. Yeah. Uh, from that first trailer, with the, that I, I fell in love with that guy. Yeah. And I wanted more of him. And, and uh, so the fact that, yeah. I just, it has merits, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, the present day. Uh, we'll have to speed up a little bit, because we've only got about 20 minutes left. Let's do it. Um, present day, there's nothing on Marvel TV. We're feeling like Teen Titans Go over here. Wow. Um, Marvel, wow. Marvel movies. We had Spider-Verse. So let's talk about Spider-Verse real quick before we get into DC TV's Mammoth Slate. Oh, did you see Spider-Verse? I did. I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, I knew it going in that I was going to be a victim of the hype. Everyone, that's what we live in this world yeah, okay, of all yeah, of our yeah, friends yeah. see films. Like, people have seen Aquaman three weeks ago. They've seen Spider-Verse three weeks ago. So it's been constantly my Twitter feed, greatest movie of the year, greatest comic yeah. book movie. So I went in, and I didn't sit in the moment and enjoy every scene. I'm like, when's the next big thing? Okay, is there going to be a big character reveal? The movie ends, and I'm just like, oh, that was cool. And my friends were like, you didn't love it. Uh, so DC, you love it. Uh, you hate DC. You know, DC, you love it. And so I went home. And I, but for 24 hours, I could not stop thinking about it. Mm. I text everyone. I said, like, guys, I have to see it again. Let's go with a, a, a you know, let me, let's see it again. Because I haven't been able to stop thinking about it, of how great it was. Yeah. But it was just that initial, the hype was so huge, it could not live up to what in my mind it was going to be. Yeah. But, I, I, and it took me a second. Do you guys feel this way? Like, I'm watching it for about five minutes. I'm like... Are my eyes going? Is this blurry? Like yes, the animation yes, yes, style. Yes, yes, it took yes, me a while until to you sit get into it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. there's like the dots of like the and then actual it was like, oh, because like. they used a, a focus technique to make it seem 3D. And, and yes. your brain yeah. had to go and, like, this isn't my life. And this is what I love yeah. about comics. It's like Miles Morales is not my Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Guy Gardner is not my uh, Green Lantern. It's like there's other generations that are growing up on these characters that love them now. Like mm-hmm. Peter Parker is my guy. So the Peter Parker stuff, my god. It was phenomenal. Him yeah. and MJ and him and Aunt May. And the fact it was Chris Pine and they didn't tell anyone. Love that. So I'm like, this guy sounds like Chris Pine. And But now I'm like, why wasn't Chris Pine Peter Parker the whole way through? Because he was so good. 
Uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's phenomenal what it tried to do, and I really want to go back and see it again. I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I again. thought yeah. this was going to be good, and it was better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, <laughs> see, I, I, I wanted to have that. I, I, to... I went on Thursday night. I went as early as I could yeah. by myself. And I was, from the minute the Comics Code Authority came on the screen, I was, it was again, much like Infinity War, there were times where it felt physical. Like I was swinging. And maybe coming off of just having played the PS4 game for so long, oh, so it almost good. felt like a direct sequel to that because there was that one suit yeah. in there. Yeah. So yeah. like it felt like I was in the same world and I felt particularly geared up to, to, to watch this unfold. And um, I thought some of it was fantastic, and I definitely welled up with tears at some of that family stuff. I'm a sucker. I'm a sap. Whatever. Yep. Um, but but such beautiful stuff. The 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 uncle stuff. That relationship. Um, the fact that they managed to tell a Miles Morales story, but still get in with. Peter Parker or two, so impressive. and then other full stuff. stories with all the characters. Yeah, like that you, you yeah. feel like who the Spider hell is this Ham guy? wasn't just a joke. Yeah. Actually, had some serious Spider Man Noir. Every time he like, I wanted to live in that universe. Yeah. That, oh, so I'm gonna see it again in the Absolutely. theaters for sure. I need to see what do they say. You gotta see it in 3D, uh, IMAX or 4K. There's someone saying that you gotta see it in like. Did you see it in 3D or I've IMAX? Se- I've seen it in IMAX, Dolby, regular. I haven't seen it in 3D yet. <laughs> okay. Because I have a problem. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I might see 3D. I usually don't like 3D, I but again. I thought this would be good in 3D. So yeah. I thought it would work with IMAX. I haven't seen it in 3D yet because I usually don't. I, I'm not big on animation or 3D. So I had a really interesting time because I I, like it, made me, it made me retroactively wonder if I've been closed-minded. Because oh. I really enjoyed the experience and now yeah. I want to see it in 3D to see if I've just been judging. Okay. And Hector Navarro is very loud about 3D, so I have to at least give it a chance. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was the most comic-y movie I've ever seen in my entire life in the most beautiful way. Like, it really... I already loved Peter Parker. I already loved Spider-Man. But it just was like a giant, like, slap in the face of, like, (laughs) I get it. Like, I finally understand if this is the first movie that people ever see that opens their eyes to comics, then I think it's a great movie. Because you touch on everything that people love about Spider-Man and Peter Parker. I left there feeling like... Yeah, I, I could be Spider-Man. You know, yeah. I just, like that feeling of you can do anything, you can be anything you want, and like stuff is gonna suck sometimes. That's just life. Yeah, but you gotta like also embrace the love and just get right back up. That just hit so close to home. And well I was said. Like, does yes. he have those powers in the comics too? In Ultimate, does he have the those, those different the, powers? The venom, yeah, yeah. yeah those okay. Those, yeah, that, and that was like earlier in his introduction. See, yeah, mm-hmm. there's stuff like that I didn't even know. I was like, oh, this is so. Yeah, what I like too. Sorry, Penny. Oh, yeah. Penny is a, a comic book person. Like she's actually in the comics. Oh, yeah, all I of them are from about. the comic books. That's like crazy. authentically, I think uh, Gerard Way invented uh, Penny Parker in one of the side-off things before what? we went on to Umbrella Academy. So my Chemical oh, Romance fans, yeah, um, Gerard Way's brilliant. Yeah. So one of the things I liked about it was not only did it land Miles Morales and all the other arcs, like you said, mm-hmm. and every it wasn't just a Spider-Man movie. It was a Miles Morales origin that didn't feel like it wasted because he's such an important character to so many people. Right. It didn't feel because like you they had just... other Spider-Men being Spider-Men the whole time, so you didn't have to sit there for an yeah. hour explaining to everything. See Spider-Man action. I yeah. was like, that's so smart. And then having the origin story be retold as a joke, like last time. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah. And that in itself yeah. was a joke because we're so sick of Spider-Man's origin. It was like a meta joke. But another don't thing, you say it? Yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> you say it? But honestly, that had weight. That it was a weight. joke of itself, it but it joke. had the weight. And it was a Sony joke at their own expense. Yes. I also think uh, what impressed me was, like I said, I'm not much of an animation guy. I'm trying to get into it. This gave me an animated movie that made me feel like a cinema experience was possible with animation. 
and it gave me a the most comic-y movie that also felt the most approachable. This yeah. is a movie that anyone can see and get yeah. stuff out of, but it also had, like, Kingpin is a Sienkiewicz reference. Uh, the Green Goblin is a uh, Sarah Pacelli reference from Ultimate Spider-Man's reboot. The uh, Tombstone is a 1970s uh, take on Eric Larson's visual of, of Steve Scrooge and Eric Larson. There was a comic suit. That's yeah, that Tombstone, the- it was so cool to see that Tombstone. It's Again, having to play uh, the video game, Tombstone doesn't look anything like right. that. Right. Totally yeah. It was good, but I loved seeing it. And he didn't even, like, talk at all. <laughs> and there's a, there's a Rose uh, moment, like, the the Rose, an obscure gangster Spider-Man villain, is on the wall when they're in Spider-Man's lair. A character that like five really? people know about now. Like, so it's not only the most detailed to yeah. comic fans; anyone can watch it. The Rose, they also, the Rose is in there. Yeah. It's isn't a Fisk's son oh. is the Rose. Batman, Anthony, what is yeah. it? Oh no, I was just wanting, I, I was just wanted to comment too that I believe they like recreated the first issue of Spider-Man with like the iconic of him like web swinging and carrying yeah. the guy by the back of his shirt. Yeah. But it was Miles Morales was being uh, carried away by the back of his shirt ah, in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Oh. And also, I just want to mention that Childish Gambino bit when Miles is in his, like, uh, his, like, apartment and he's, like, he flies out the window and uh-huh. he's literally in a in a, a tie shirtless. He's shirtless in a tie in gray pants and his hair is, like, all puffed up and everything. I gotta investigate. I gotta see is that moment again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he does, like, a little, like, he's, like, he's, like, wait, he's, like, flailing around so it looks like he's kind of, like, dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. So, it, it's a little not... Donald Glover kind of played a character the, in that verse. He played right. the uncle. He right? plays yeah. the uncle, exactly. And Donald Glover's the reason a big part of Miles Morales being what he is is, is they in the Twitter verse right. when Donald Glover first started, Donald for Spider Man, and that inspired, helped inspire what Miles became. And then in Spider Man Homecoming, he played his own uncle effectively by being mm-hmm. the character yeah. that references the nephew. And then he turns into the Prowler, and then the Prowler's a big part of this movie by way of Aaron yep. Davis. Like, it's the Spider Man universe is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But we're not going to give any spoilers. There's a ton of Easter eggs that are deep cut yeah. and amazing, but it just came out, so we're not going to be those people. Check out Spider Verse. Also, in the present, the ghost of Christmas present, you guys. I counted this as present movies, but it's not fully out yet. I'm going to talk about Aquaman. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Because this, we are bad DC very hosts. Very quickly, DC, and then DC TV. We have There's not so seen it. But I will say this. I know you guys are reaching out to us. My best friend he loves Aquaman. It is his character. It is like the Batman to me. And I've had a several opportunities to see the movie. Uh, I turned them down because I want to sit next to my best friend during the movie and see his reaction. Because he's waited... 35 years for an Aquaman movie and he's the butt of every joke and apparently it's doing amazing it's gonna be awesome so I wanna be next to him so I apologize I haven't been able to and, talk and I will about say it, in the spirit of the holidays yeah. what I did with my tickets cause I had yes, them for the Amazon Prime I gave them to somebody I work with who was already taking his son Steven who is awesome uh, to see Into the Spider-Verse, and he didn't tell him that he was going to see Aquaman after. Oh, and he had me shoot a little video telling him what? I needed him to save Atlantis. Kid is 12. Oh, He's dear. super cool. Oh so he got out of that movie and then went right into Aquaman. Oh. And so I'm okay with waiting yeah. till next You're Thursday. You're a good man. You're because, good man. You know, Excellent. Uh, that being said, Roxy is not here. She's seen it, so you're going to have to bear the burden, my friend. Yeah. Amy, have you seen it? I have not. Nope. Aquaman. For, there you go. Uh, the movie is the boldest thing DC has done yet. Yes, I'm including Suicide Squad, but in a direction that is so great for world building. Aquaman paints a beautiful, brightly colored picture of what DC Universe is going towards, especially with Shazam coming, all of these things, and it doesn't sacrifice the integrity of DC films. 
it still feels like Jason Momoa's Aquaman from Justice League, but in a direction that I think is so approachable, so bright, so lively. The comedy lands most of the time so well. I was laughing a lot in this film. The action lands even more consistently. There's some over-the-head shots uh, that James Wan directed the hell out of. There's a four-minute long take that shot aerially with Nicole Kidman. That's actually Nicole Kidman. That is just one of the most staggering fight scenes I've seen. Uh, there is Black mm. Manta. Mm. Is that the most you, exciting? You were in Hall H, weren't you, this past year? Yeah. When they showed the... And they Showing the extended trailer, that scene, and they're in Italy or somewhere, and they're just mm-hmm. the camera span. They're just going through walls. And There's like, like eight oh of those. My God. There's like eight of those action set pieces, and, that, and that's wait. what I was getting to. Is is it feels like, and this is a compliment. I'm a Fast and the Furious diehard. It feels like Fast and the Furious, and that it's a global threat, so they go across the globe. The ah, movie doesn't just awesome. feel like New York. The movie doesn't just feel okay. like you're in one spot. You pop up in places like that Italian villa, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is affecting the planet. And I love that because it's the seven seas. It should. Yes. So the movie is big in scope, big in jokes, big in action, big in. Acting and the fact that some of these characters landed, like DC does very silly names, like Marvel does. Yeah. There are moments when they're like, I am Ocean Master. Yeah. I'm like, that's an Oscar. Like, how yeah. did that guy yeah. land that line? How did Patrick Wilson say that? And I was Orm like, the you Ocean are Master. Ocean yeah. Master, bro. Yeah. And Jason Momoa got like, you know, untethered. He got to play, and yeah. it was beautiful to see. Um, Willem Dafoe nails that character. Okay. And what the, doesn't he nail? What does he ever not yeah. nail? The biggest takeaway for me is <laughs> Black Manta. Jesus. Black Manta in that helmet in action. And they and, did it. They, they did the helmet. Exact helmet. helmet. Ridiculous like, Ridiculous. By the, ridiculous the third outfit. act. Like this kind of proportion. Yeah, like, that's Black Manta. But by the time you get to the third act, you're so immersed in the world that it, if you just walked into the third act, it would be the weirdest thing to experience. It's like Venom weird, but in a positive. You're like, how are they on giant seahorses and crabs? And you're like so invested. Yeah. It feels like okay. a comic book come to life in much the way Spider-Verse does by the third act, but it's it builds up to it. So by the time you're there, you feel like you're in the world. Yeah. And I was so impressed. Yeah, like Spider-Verse, the the, the the culmination happens, you're like, all right, we're not anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. We're literally not anywhere, but we're okay with it because yeah. we said things. Yeah. So but that, that's interesting. Uh, that's great, man. That's it a very good, me. positive, positive review. And that makes yeah. me, you've made me more excited to see Aquaman. Yeah. And we're going to do a show yes. to plug our own show. We're yep. going to shoot it early, I think 11 a.m. or On something. Friday. We're going to yep. be in here Friday. So if you want to hear our take with Roxy, uh, Johnny will be out of the country, but we will give you our take of Aquaman. I'd love to hear what you guys yes. think. Because really we are a show it. called DC Movie News that has only had Teen Titans Go, <laughs> and I didn't even see that it one. It didn't even feel like I'm it this year. I'm a great year. host, like, oh, doing my God. job well. It's fantastic. They're going to love it. You're going to love it. Uh, now, you guys did have something this year in the form of all the television. So yeah. you had Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and Titans. You have two networks. <laughs> and in um, that, I would consider Elseworlds your cinematic film because Elseworlds yeah. was a movie. So I will let you guys jump on. You your- jump. Okay, um, I'll say, listen, I'm, I'm really hit or miss with CW-verse. Um, it's mm-hmm. just gotten to the point where... Those shows are just, uh, you know, they're they're for a younger demo, I think, mm-hmm. you know, by and large. And there's a lot of the soap opera stuff that I'm just, I just doesn't keep my attention anymore. I'm sorry. I wish it did. There's just so much good television out there that is non-comic book television, too. And I have only so many hours and want to be a productive person somewhat, too, and make <laughs> yeah. things, not just watch things. Uh, that being said, I've kept up with Flash. It's fun. It's feeling, feeling a little repetitive. I still think Legends is the best on the CW. Not that it doesn't wow. not have those problems, but it's so aware of itself. Yeah, that it is it's self-aware. It just does whatever it does. And yeah. It works. It works. Uh, their last episode, which was like a very Back to the Future-y. Yep. Did you see that one? Yeah, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not that was one. really great. And it was like Constantine was great. I had previously said like Constantine's just not as good on Legends. It was great. Uh, but all these shows, there's just too many of them. They're not as focused. I will say Titans is awesome. Titans is actually taking the place of Daredevil because we're not 
getting any more Daredevil, and I thought the fighting on Titans was like almost at Daredevil level, and now it's like you know I I love it. I love how Batman it is. Like this is the way uh, Batman world should be referenced, not like Gotham's uh, is. Like sorry, go ahead. No, no, I want to I want to chime with you because I'm so I'm yes, so on yeah. board with you. Titans is so damn good. We needed good. this one. We needed it, damn it. <laughs> like, and after Comic-Con, I, was, I saw the trailer. I was at their big unveiling event, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is, oh, no. <laughs> and then the first episode came out, and and but you could tell. I was talking to people about this. Because it's on the streaming service, they knew they had the full season. They weren't. It's not like network television now. You get two episodes. If it doesn't hit an audience, we're taking off the schedule. Yeah. Maybe we'll give you a mid-season. They bought it. Then halfway through, they're like, we love it. Second season. Now seeing all the episodes except the last one, you can tell, oh, they knew what they were getting to. Yeah. But it, it is the the birth of Nightwing. Like, they're not... They've never mentioned Nightwing. They've not shown the costume anywhere, but, oh, he's going to be Nightwing. Oh, yeah. Right, he's yeah. going to... Like, but the fact... And I was always like, Robin, he's really kind of young and he's a detective, but I looked up the actor. He's almost 30. He's 29 and a half. And I'm like, oh. And I keep okay, saying... Okay, just I look at like, if he's a young cop, him. Yeah. usually takes cops, you know, till they're about... About my brother was a detective by the time he was thirty. That yeah. was over ten years he ago. He just looks young for his, but like you, you know, and, like, and obviously Robin, uh, he's so good. Dick is going to pass that detective's exam like on the first try, guys. Yeah, he's not he gonna, doesn't have to unless he's trying no. to make it look bad or something. Yeah. Like he has a great at home instructor, and like the fact people are like, well, he's he's violent. This and that is like, no, it's the whole story about him pulling away from Batman because Batman's so violent. He doesn't want to be this. He burns his suit, like. It's just it's adult. I mean, it's a but like they 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 don't tip to everyone. thing. they Dick Bruce Themyscira. Yeah, they don't tip to. It's nice to see a show that doesn't occasionally well, they, once they every talk, fifty episodes sitting, mention like, the sit, incident. They talk about Donna Troy, the two of them watching as the sidekicks watching the guys in the Hall of Justice room. Just like, and then she whips out the lasso. I'm like, yeah, they're it's so she's like, I got a lasso too. Yeah, it's like they're not. Like, oh, you know my mentor, and they don't. No, he's like Bruce. You no. see, it, you know. And I know in this, when they say to me versus Batman, this is. Do you think all we're like, actually going to see no, Batman? This is a, this just is a, this is a, I said it's a it's a over the edge Batman anime series episode where it's a dream or something. It's going to be a, a fake a concept. Out. Yeah. yeah, but I love the show. Please, the only thing I will say negative is it's the way that the app has rolled out. It is not on PS4. It's not on Xbox. It's not on Amazon. So they're limiting. Who can see it? And I understand. I've talked to. Some I friends. had to get a dongle. Yeah, I understand. Friends, like <laughs> it's very hard to program a thing for an app, so they probably went with their highest, like iTunes. Got it. And, and stuff like that, and Roku. So I'm like, they've got to work on that to get more people to be able to see it. They it's might the PS4. Control. They might push with the yeah. And Xbox. I mean, it's like that, that's your core audience playing right. those video games. Put it out there because it's so good. If you give it a shot, get the free trial on DC Universe. Yeah. Watch. It's the last episode that airs this week. Is All it? I the, thought there was one more episode. No, nah, it's eleven. Yeah, I know too, but okay. they said twelve, but it's going to be the finale. But no, but I thought that the last one was only nine. I think there might be this might be ten that's coming thought, up, and I don't then know. eleven. I think they did put out the finale trailer, yeah. but I don't think the next one is the finale. Oh, we'll yeah. see. We'll find out. Um, I, anyway, so Titans, I, I agree, is a great step in DC yeah. TV, and I love that it's on the universe. And I love that their flagship show is so good, and it's really yeah. important for the DC universe in general. I agree that it's super nerdy. I love the action styling. Uh, we interviewed uh, Kern Walters, the kid that plays oh. Robin, and he is in love with Robin, and he's in love with DC. Like it was really cool to see someone. It's, I felt very old because he's like actually right. eighteen. So I was like, oh, the, was it the Jason Todd guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you've never that known when comic so movies weren't good. Like uh-huh. he's he's born like, like, and they just worked. So he's got the investment uh, of like being a kid. Like comic movies are everything. The Jason Todd episode. You know, you, you did this with Bruce. This and that. It's like, oh my god, they're like going, going there. Yeah. 
So Titans is great. Yeah. Um, the Elseworlds world. Uh, I really enjoyed Elseworlds because the comedy really works for me. I love the body swap stuff. John I thought shipping that suit. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and Come like on, I mean, I know Barry, I wanted like, more. But like just seeing him in that great. suit, you're like, yeah. damn, you're awesome. Uh, I will say, I haven't talked about this yet. Batwoman, up in the air with about now. I didn't hate it. Didn't really love it. I didn't. <sighs> and what I didn't love about it wasn't the action. It was just I didn't know the character. I get she was just like not giving them anything. Right, she right. was stonewalling them. Yeah. Um, which is how her clever brain works. Uh, it was a bold choice that we're in this like sort of like Gotham is like the Gotham that happens in Dark Knight Rises. And I will say yeah, with the Bane mask that they went, yeah. to, went to And just Chicago. the fact that it's like messed up Batman left town. Yeah. yeah. And they, but they used Chicago instead of Vancouver. They shot oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's and that's cool. why it looks differently. Interesting. Yeah. And that's what they that. used in Nolan's films yeah, too. Yeah. Nolan's in Chicago. So um, I was like yeah, I like that, and I will say this though: I, I, I do. I am going to need that question answered. Where has he gone? And I yeah. love it. Yes. if that's what they're kicking off this show. And if you get some kind of answer at some point, that would please. I want to then go in the Titans world and live in that with the Batgirl. If it gets a show, right. I know it's on the CW and it's not the same as Titans, but, but live in that. Make use the characters. I know you know. What I don't do know. They tiptoe what, around Batman. I'm like, you got Superman. Yeah, you got two flashes. Well, this Give is us the most they've done. Batman. Yeah, yeah so on. that means that there's literally no uh, Superman in what is the Earth One of the C CW. World. Right, 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 right. So the Earth Thirty. I mean, so it's a little. But now they're going to do Crisis next year, and yeah. how far do you think they'll take that with their show? I don't know. Yeah, maybe, how far maybe, are they going to consolidate gonna them all, I think. Yes, that's what it's supposed to do. But really, as of now, it would only mean Supergirl crosses right, over. Right. But then Black Lightning gets folded into. Mm -hmm. I don't see it crossing over to the app stuff. I mean, that'd be the dream if they could cross over CW and app, but that'd be a huge legal, be like, it'd be a and lot. To be honest, I'm a little concerned about the app. I don't know what kind of how what kind of business it has to do to keep all this great content that we've if, already promised. If every show is good, if, if, you know, they roll out Doom Patrol. But what are the, what is their subscriptions so need to look like to uh, pay for all this? I don't I think know. That's what I'm concerned about. It's like... You have to generate a good amount of. They've got uh, Warner Brothers backing, which that's is the good. Thing you got like them, they've yeah. got that solid backing, and like they can keep making yep. these things and, until one of them t go takes off, and then everything people will follow suit. You'll go back and watch old episodes. Mm -hmm. You'll find other yeah. shows. They're gonna keep. I think they're gonna keep pushing out. Yep. Uh, I really liked Elseworlds. I'm really enjoying Flash. Uh, Flash is is a new favorite character. I'm I'm actually. Speaking of which, uh -oh. uh, I am deeply in love with Flash, and my girlfriend knows that I'm trying to branch out from not just Marvel, since I did Marvel Movie News for so long. Oh, this is amazing. She got me this for Christmas, and it's far and away one of the greatest things I own. Wow. Oh, my God. That is oh, awesome. Wow. This gorgeous. So, it is a Flash, and then the inside is a Silver Age chronicle. <gasps> oh, a little oh, treat. Oh, that's awesome. Oh that's just for you. Isn't this like... That's yeah, great. just for me, tucked away in there. And getting stuff like this and seeing how far we... This is like a, a nice jacket. This yeah, is yeah. like a comic... Like, right, this right, is right, like, right, yeah. That's where we are with culture, the comic <laughs> culture, and that's amazing to me. So I got that for Christmas this morning. Yeah. Um, but the, the Flash is continuing to impress me. Uh, my friend Jess is Nora, and she's killing it. Oh, I love you, nice. Jess. You know this, Jess? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, We're like the long-term friends. I went to South Africa her. with her to oh, the Black Sails set, and she's wonderful. like a, a homie, homie. So to see her like just killing it, is, it makes me so happy. Yes, very good addition to... to the season yes. for sure, and 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 some some complexity there, and she plays comedy great, and it's great. And I'd like to elongated man too. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. fantastic. Ralph's great. So I'm I'm enjoying the CW this season. Now we still have future, but I believe Mike had to tuck out. It's a three thirty. Yeah. You, uh, you gotta, oh yeah, I gotta. Tuck I'm gonna out. like power through future, but I don't want you to be late to your next thing. I gotta go. Okay, I, I gotta work. Yeah, uh, but thank you for having us on here, dude. Thank you so much. You hold down the four for DC. I will. We're gonna ten be minutes because I gotta wrap up myself. We will be here though Friday. Yes, Friday. 
Friday, they're going to talk about Aquaman. Since I'm the only one that's seen it, I'm, I'm very yes. excited to hear their thoughts. It's going to be great. And they, they finally have a movie to sing from the rooftops. I, I can't very, wait. I can't wait. You guys killed it in TV this year. I'm excited to hear your movie talk. Thank you for be, for having us here, guys. Dude, Happy absolutely. holidays, everyone. Thank you, yeah, man. So the future of Marvel and DC is also very, very bright. We cannot live on these as long, and we don't know what they are because they're not out yet. That's how the future works. In DC TV, there's Doom Patrol, which we mentioned, Swamp Thing, Stargirl, Pennyworth, Watchmen, wow. Batwoman, The Boys, and Why the Last Man. Uh, uh, incredible, incredible. <laughs> um, I still have to finish The Boys. I'm like two of their last collections away. That's a series that I've read slowly over the past like eight years. I just get those collections, but I never wrapped it up but I love it and I love that the preacher guys are bringing in the boys yeah uh, Doom Patrol is gonna be bug nutty crazy if you saw the <laughs> Doom Patrol episode of Titans it's great it's weird this uh, the, the, the CW uh, the, sorry these DC Universe shows occupy a very weird space and timing and I feel I can feel Jeff John's influence more on this universe uh, even though Berlanti is still involved too it just it just feels even more Comic booky in a way, if that's possible, and I know the CW is is full of that as well. Um, uh, Why the Last Man? They've been talking about it for years and years and years. I can't believe that's finally going to happen. Yeah, like a decade almost. That show's been teased for a, for a long time. Yeah, oh, so that's interesting. Watchmen. I'm very interested to see. I don't care about anything else other than the fact that it's Lindelof bringing a version of the Watchmen, and I know the guys. He's already said he's not recreating the book. So sorry, Alan Moore. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Also, also sorry, Alan Moore. You're just too brilliant. I think Swamp Thing is going to be great too. Yeah, I love the fact that it's going to be sort of a man in suit but probably with some CG too I, I don't know I can't wait to see what that's going to be that's why I'm worried about the app I want it to be here because I yeah. want all this stuff um, what else what, what other uh... Uh, Stargirl and Pennyworth yeah Pennyworth is again that one that I it's like Gotham don't want it don't know we'll check it out and mm-hmm. if it's a great show you got me mm-hmm. uh, we heard it's also going to be more R-rated a little bit more violence a little bit more so this is like kind of a recent retconning Alfred in the past 20-25 years they've made him more and more badass kind of backloaded his history um, but yeah it doesn't excite me as much um, Stargirl uh, excited for also a character I'm not super familiar with. The cast is shaping up, but crazy. the cast is shaping up great. Uh, they just got uh, Joel McHale. Joel McHale yeah. just signed on to that, which is very big. Yeah. Um. So they're going for it. Um. What a great year! This is all 2019. Yeah. This is there's insane. also greenlit like Astro City is another one not in 2019. Uh, there's and also... Young Justice is going to be here soon too. Yeah, there's a ton that are coming up. Uh, and a live chat we talked about Krypton earlier in the show. It's in the past, but it is also one. in the future. But, but, I mean, I but it's coming forever. back. Exactly. It's coming back. So there's a lot uh, for DC TV. I'm most excited about Doom Patrol because of that one episode. Uh, there's also a rumor. I'm not sure if it's landed yet that Hawk and Dove is getting a spinoff after their success it on Titans. Seems like big names to not to not bring them hard to use. Only use them for a couple. Episodes, man, are they something to look at? And I didn't Both mention them. I meant to mention there's one of my favorite parts of Elseworlds is a certain audio cue because of another show I mentioned earlier uh, that I love dearly with Michael Rose. <gasps> oh, that Luther. was great! That oh, movie made me so that happy. That was very cool. Very uh, cool. But uh, I'm also looking forward to Watchmen because I'm enjoying the um, Doom Clock uh, in the comics. Where oh, so am I. I'm yeah. reading that too. I'm I like really that. enjoying that. I, I really am as well. So it's showing you can do Watchmen without Alan Moore, which I didn't know was possible. That that comic's giving me hope in the show because it's also the same. But like Lindelof 
stuff coming from Lost and Leftovers. This it just so makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And the cast for that is awesome. You know, Tim Blake Nelson is in that too. I just heard him say on an interview, like, that's crazy. He's like, Yeah, I'm in this Watchmen show. Yeah, that cast is insane. And it's HBO. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be great. It's kinda like DC TV slate is in because they're going more adult while keeping their kids' stuff on CW. And the boys is on right. So I'm I'm okay to phase myself out of the CW stuff. I still have plenty of stuff that I can grow old with. I think twenty nineteen and twenty twenty are the years we're talking about where it's so much that it has to start filtering. I yes. think with this much upcoming without losing stuff, we're gonna have to start Yes. Uh DC TV out of those, which ones are you most excited about? Yeah, uh Swamp Thing, actually. Because I'm yeah, I'm slightly familiar with uh Swamp Thing, so I'm curious, where is it gonna be exactly? Uh I think, uh, I think the, Louisiana. Yeah. Oh no, is it the uh Oh yeah, would you are we asking like, about, like, where, where, where is it gonna be yes. set? I think the app. The app. Oh, oh, the DC, app. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, like uh, the Atchafalaya Swamp. The Atchafalaya <laughs> River Basin. That's cool. Yeah. Wow, um, this, yeah, she's exactly. a real swamp thing here. She's like, no, it needs to be in Appalachia. Exactly. I need what? it where, where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm really excited about that one. Um, I think, yeah, like kind of how you said, Koi, there's so many things that, even as it is just with Marvel TV, like what's coming out, I'm like, okay, so like if I'm going to watch one of these to be able to like, you know, still right. have a life. Which one would it be? Yeah, for sure, Swamp Thing. I also want to say The Boys is going to be great. Uh, yeah, before we move on to Marvel, the Boys is a, a dark, depraved comic, and if they can translate that with the te- preacher team, it's going to be I mean, good hands. So good stuff. I hope they really go for it. Yeah. It's so dirty and great. And, and right funny. now, we need the weird because we have so many comic things, and it's a commentary on the comic things. Yeah. Um, DC movies. You guys have Shazam, Joker, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, and then the following year, Wonder Woman 84. Stacked deck. Well, well, I think Birds of Prey and the fantabulous um, emancipation of one uh, Harley Quinn is is also 2020 oh, as Wonder Woman 84. Got it. Um, so I love so this idea. So we're coming out of the gate for the next two years with kind of a big one and a little one. Yeah. And the big one this year is Shazam. So I don't know. I, you know, I was at a party last week and I ran into uh, an executive who actually works for Warner Brothers. He wouldn't give me any information, but his opinion was that they needed to back away from Batman and Superman all the time, which is what they're kind of doing, which sucks for those of us who always want more Batman, yeah. but that's what they're doing. They're, we got a Shazam movie and a Joker movie, which doesn't really sound like it's like it's backing away from Batman. It's kind of leaning into it. They're doing a Batman indie film. <laughs> what a weird experiment this is going to be. I'm, I'm more excited for the Joker film, I think, than anything because I love the people making it. It's got De Niro in it, Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips. That is just insane. Um, and Shazam, I'm hoping, 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 is a big surprise like Into the Spider-Verse, and I hope it's a revelation. I hope yeah. it is dynamite uh that director david uh, sandberg has been so cool in his instagram and he's been great engaging with the fan base which as we all know can be so toxic um so yeah it looks great and then you know harley quinn is also a film i'm like all right that could be one thing or the other not a thing i'm craving but it could be it could set the whole thing on fire and then wonder woman 84 very excited for that sequel, mm-hmm. but but with DC films, you got your if you're a Superman or Batman fan, you better be looking at TV because that's the only place you're going to get satisfaction for years. over the next couple of years. Maybe that's why they've been allowing the Bat to float about a little bit more in the TV <laughs> I'm space. If that's recently. a quiet, soft reboot that's coming. Yeah. If they're going to lean into Batman on multiple shows, well, and make most him people there. don't think Ben Affleck will be back as the Bat. Do you guys or, or what do you, what I do you want do? a movie that has young Batman bookended with two Ben Afflecks, the beginning and the after. And I want it to be like Batman Beyond, where he tells the story of his youth. 
Batman's or tells the next Batman. I either yeah. want a keep uh, keep wanting kid that ain't I, happening. I, mean, <laughs> I either want a Court of Owls or a Batman Beyond. I either yeah. want him to go back, and that way you get a new Batman by way of because <clears throat> Wonder Woman and Superman are ageless. You can make that work. Yeah. But anyway, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but I can dream. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the Joker movie. I love the idea of an indie Joker. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Shazam because the comedy looks really funny to me. Birds of Prey has an incredible cast. I'm really excited for Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. That's a character I never thought we'd see. Uh, and then Wonder Woman 84, the first one impressed me so much. I can't discount that I, cast. I that suspect Chris it will Pine be better. I really think it will be better because yeah, I think that there was room for improvement. It, like Black Panther was such an important film, mm-hmm. but it definitely has third act problems. And, you know, I'm really excited to see how they're going to, how are they going to bring Chris Chris Pine that, back that, into the movie? In the 80s, the time difference, I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah, I really like them together as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Wonder Woman was just beautiful. I'm curious about Shazam. And I'm curious about Joker. I'm curious. Just, like, curious. Like, Next year is curious. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, okay, let's see what you got. Yeah. yeah. It seems like, I mean, we'll see. It's like a 70 million or it's a lower budget film, like 60, yeah. 50, 60 yeah. or 70 million for the Joker film. And it's like Scorsese like, toned, I hear. Yeah, it seems like that should be a mm. can't fail property. Sure. Yeah. But how will that play internationally? I don't know. It's a big experiment. If this works, yeah. that means that they're going to keep digging deeper and giving us these really cool movies and it will be really establishing a different path than Marvel. I want indie yeah. like Logan films. I want more Joker yeah. indie, Logan indie. I want a weird uh, new media take on Booster Gold with Zac Efron. I want these tiny little like smaller budget things and experiments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Marvel shows. So, in three days, Runaway Season 2. We also have a mysterious female-focused Alan Heinberg show that has not yet been announced and landed. We also have a Loki show on the upcoming app. We have a Scarlet Witch show in the upcoming app. And we have a Bucky Falcon show. So Marvel TV is transitioning into the MCU flavor mm-hmm. as well as evolving their Cloak and Dagger Runaways universe. Runaways the entire season. You can watch the whole thing in three days. They're letting it be bingeable. We're going to dive into Hulu with that. So Marvel TV is shifting away from Netflix and we also have the obviously Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. Now I'm really excited for MCU-focused tie-ins. I, that is my one apology from Daredevil I can accept. Um, In 2019, are we going to get the announcement that Marvel Studios is sort of merging with Marvel Television, or will they remain as separate companies? Loki, Scarlet Witch, and Bucky are going to merge. Uh, that's they're be, Marvel Studios, right? That's they're not be, Marvel Television. But they're going to be Marvel Studios on TV. I feel like yeah. Marvel See, TV that's is... why I'm saying this can't go... How long can that go on? Doesn't that seem ridiculous? That is going to end. Mark my words. Yeah. That is going to merge. And because at the end of the day, even though... It's what is it? Alan Horn who run, runs he runs Disney, right? Right, and then Jeff Loeb runs Marvel TV, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Yeah. All right, so but but who is that? Is it Ike Perlmutter? Ike Perlmutter's okay. the, the one above all of, of right at the Marvel side. But honestly, the company is owned by Disney. Disney can do whatever they want to do. I got to think it just sounds like they're going to fuse those together. So I'm really curious to see how that happens. And it sounds the like they're Marvel taking television. more Marvel away from Ike, like because we've heard only negative things about this character. I don't know like Perlmutter obviously, but I've heard only negative things, and he stopped a lot of pr- progress with certain things. So I feel like that power will be removed and we'll see I just don't goes. see two Marvel TV universes do you that's crazy even though they say that these are technically we know that the, the connection has been tangential at best right to the MCU if we have a Falcon mm-hmm. series happening that's a big deal yeah well I mean it's kind of like having Netflix and Hulu and you know all the other ones that we're having but instead that's of true. Netflix it's just like now right, have but, but now that Marvel Studios is producing those shows, yeah. I think it's even beyond it. Because even though we had Netflix and Hulu, Marvel Television was producing that stuff. Right, yeah. You know, it was Jeff Loeb's arm of people. 
Um, so very interesting, but that's not going to be coming out in 2019, right? Like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, I don't think probably... Falcon. I, I think Falcon and Bucky might be uh, 2020, but I think Loki's going to come sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That's um, yeah, and the I'm... great thing about that is he can still be dusted and dead, and you can tell you stories can play chronology. Yeah, all over the place. It's going to be fun. So I I, I'm really excited for that world. Marvel mm-hmm. TV. What's your most? Yeah, uh, pretty much the ones you just said. All of the above. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, in three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I there's something about Marvel TV that, especially now that we're getting Loki and Scarlet Witch. Now to, you know, our smaller screen, I'm so excited to see how that's going to work out because Elizabeth Olsen, if you guys have not seen Sorry for Your Loss on Facebook Watch, mm-hmm. you should watch it. Um, it's so good. I think she she's just as wonderful Facebook on the big screen. Facebook Watch. Yeah, it's a thing. Wow. It's really the good. Is exhausting. It is so good. Exhausting. Yeah, I know. I'm just adding another one for you guys. But she's so freaking good. And I think to see her consistently... What we have like maybe eight episodes or something. Yeah, yeah. At, at least that incredible. I'll take what I can get. Well, it's um, just it's so great that you're going to yeah. be telling deeper stories with these characters. Scarlet Witch, yeah. you totally can. Yes. You were never yeah. going to get like a Scarlet Witch standalone film, it, and, and yeah. this is you can even tell more story like this. And what a great way to possibly introduce mutants than a Scarlet Witch show with eight hours to do it, since the DC and Fox things merging. I mean, Disney and Fox things merging. Interesting. I would love if the Scarlet Witch show turns out to be an M of House, where they reverse the House of M, and she says mutants and M of House. <laughs> I want M of House in the Scarlet Witch show. She says mutants. She says mutants and it activates X genes. Uh, so finally, last thing, Marvel movies. We have Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, Dark Phoenix, New Mutants, and Men in Black International all next year. People forget Men in Black's a Marvel comic. Uh, all of I those... forgot that. Yes. Is that... That's one of the first Marvel comic films. And if you watch Men in Black 1, Marvel is in the banner. Not oh the Marvel God. we know and love, not the flip, but That's it says funny. Marvel That's Entertainment. That's true, because it's in the really skinny font. It's in a papyrus looking font. Yes. Uh, yes. So that was in an OG <laughs> fun fact, Marvel film. Not MCU film. So, very quickly, Captain Marvel, I think, is going to be great. I think that uh, Nick Fury... I think Captain Marvel is going to be great, and I have some theories about it. We don't have time to talk about them because I could go for a long uh-huh. rant. Uh, Avengers Endgame, I love the trailer that it basically encapsulated all three Iron Man films in 20 seconds. The fact that he says a line of dialogue from Iron Man 2, the fact that he's wearing uh, similar clothing to Iron Man 1 when he's in the cave, and the fact that the entire plot of Iron Man 3 is that he's afraid of dying alone in space, claustrophobic, is encapsulated in the first 20 seconds. Is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, uh, that that Ant-Man at the very end might be a scroll in the Endgame trailer. Um, I also think that... <laughs> so you have a lot of potential theories for that. Yeah, yeah I've thrown spaghetti at the ball. Uh, but Endgame looks incredible. I'm so glad the trailer didn't give us too much. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to change the game. I really think it's going to leap into a new world of Spider-Man, since, especially since 2018 did so well. I cannot wait to see. The first one did a great thing with Fathers and Sons with Michael Keaton and, mm-hmm. and Tom Holland. I think that Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be a big brother figure. So I think they're going to play with the John Hughes dynamic. Since Jake Gyllenhaal was on with Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, I think that's not a, a, a miscast. I think it's interesting they're going to have a Spider-Man type as a big brother type to Tom Holland. I think they're going to be friends at first, get betrayed. That'll be fun. Uh, Dark Fe- Phoenix, I think they might have made the scrolls look more like Marvel scrolls in the three months of reshoots. I don't know if that means that's the beginning of the soft reboot. So wait, you think that there are scrolls in Dark Phoenix? Yeah. But this is not confirmed. This is just a theory. There's been writing about scrolls in Dark Phoenix. We haven't seen oh, it. Well, I have heard that they're both allowed to use scrolls. I think they're in Dark Phoenix. But only Fox could use the super scroll. But now. I oh think the three God. months of reshoots might tie things together. Uh, again, this is all like crazy. Uh, what if you just saw theories. like some shaped something, some scroll shifted to something that looked vaguely orange and rocky for like a second and then, and then like go back into something else? <laughs> like, lose it. I lose it. And gets a flame. His arm <laughs> smolders. Uh, I think, yeah, Captain, Captain Marvel, I think, is going to be awesome. 
I think, um, yeah, it's like it's the secret under the radar right now. Just don't even worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry don't, about don't, it. Don't even mind it. They're like, look over here. Look over here. Uh, New Mutants. Uh, I I loved the first trailer, and then in Black International is of course Valkyrie and Thor. So that's another exciting <laughs> duo. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Marvel movies are very quickly. I'm freaking pumped for all of them. I can't contain my excitement. Um, Avengers Endgame. I cried like watching the trailer. I'm so freaking excited. Especially Captain Marvel too. Really, really, really pumped. Uh, <laughs> I do have a countdown for both of those. Um, and yeah, Spider-Man: Far From Home, of course. Dark Phoenix. I'm curious to see where that's going to go. New Mutants. New Mutants. Same. Men in Black International. What the heck? Did not know that that was Marvel. So I'm really, they really pumped. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So what? Yeah. Excited. Pumped. Can't even. So, uh, so much. I'm so interested to see what happens with this Dark Phoenix movie. That is, like, the big question, because I, I, these reshoots, I agree. Like, I would, like, the Phoenix needs to end that universe, something, you know, and, like, it needs to go out one just, like, that needs to be a finger snap that happens. Like, they yeah. need to tie it together. Wouldn't it be something? This is the biggest story in the history of X-Men comics. The, you know, they didn't really give it its due ones. They're out and out calling it that now. We all know that there is a, a question mark in the future of mutants. Fox, I love you. I love have loved working for you. Land this one, please. Yeah. I beg you. Um, I really hope they do. And obviously, Infinity War is, is something to look forward to. I'm just so excited that we have Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel Shazam back-to-back, same practically. Year. And then yeah. in the same month as Shazam, you're getting Infinity War. Like, it all comes the quick. Spring is you nuts. don't have to wait too long. Mm-hmm. It's not like being a DC fan where if you want Batman on screen again, <laughs> good luck. Sorry, Superman, no, not here. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> so, uh, what you're saying is you want Dark Phoenix to be there. Oh, Swan I, I, song? I, I do want to say... Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I do want to say that I do love the Hulk again, and I can't wait for the smart Hulk that's gonna come. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you're getting the intelligent Hulk. Here you go. Yeah, Mr. Fix-It's coming at you. I hope he's gray, man. Can you imagine if Hulk comes back after all this time and he's gray? Oh we finally God. get gray Hulk. They say Avengers Assemble, we get gray Hulk. Like, there's so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. So this uh, ran a bit long. I'm sorry. Yes, Bits. Langley. Tinfoil hat theories are fun because we get to guess. Love you, Langley. Um, <laughs> so I, it's been so good to be back with you guys. I love seeing so many familiar, familiar names in the live chat. I'm going to try to do this every year. I love the DC Marvel team-ups for Christmas. It's great. It's so much fun. It is one of the most fun times because uh, I love hosting the DC DC show, but it's a very different. You're not constantly uh, slapping each other on the back for your successes over there. It's like we work hard on that show. It's like your little show, you're gonna be like, oh, we're breaking good records. It's like, come on, please, Aquaman. Aquaman, you're my only hope. Did he just say Aquaman's his only hope? Yes, he's our only hope. It's what we got. And over here, Optimism Boy, making it work. I'm very excited. Uh, where can they find you on the internet, man? Uh, you can find me uh, as my own manure. Laying fertile field to uh, new growing crops in the uh, upcoming years. <laughs> at Adam Gertler, Twitter and Instagram. I cook a lot of stuff. I talk about a lot of stuff. Get yourself a Ninja Foodie if you want a pressure cooker that also crisps like an air fryer. It's pretty oh. dope. Uh, I use mine all the time. Uh, and we could trade recipes and stuff. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. See you guys soon. Absolutely. Amy? Yeah, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. We do have a Marvel movie news show this Thursday at 1. 
Yes, so that is still happening. So please join us for that right here on Popcorn Talking. Yeah, just follow me because I do stuff. And Mike Kalinowski is at Mike Kalinowski. He was here. He'll be there. He'll be on the DC show, which we said will be 11 a.m. this Friday. And we'll be joined by at Roxy Stryer. At Jay Quasto is out of town. And you can find me. Oh, yeah, today was an annual. There is still a regular scheduled issue on Thursday. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. I'm also on Collider Heroes every Wednesday. I pop up at Nerdist. I pop up in Geek and Sundry. Uh, I also did an entire set visit. And in the entire cast, 14-member cast of The Runaways, for season two is online. It was actually getting posted while we did the show. I interviewed every cast member. I interviewed the showrunners. I interviewed Jeff Loeb, which was incredible. So all of that's on my YouTube. I'm gonna, I mean, on my uh, Twitter, I'm going to retweet all that. So if you're a Runaways fan, that's coming at you. And then this week, we are doing a bunch over on Collider Heroes. So the world is good and full of stuff. And I just interviewed Todd McFarlane uh, this week at a Venom jump up. And then uh, Rob Liefeld last week at a full hour with Rob Liefeld talking about Once Upon a Deadpool, Deadpool, all those things. So if you like Image Comics, Todd McFarlane, Runaways, Rob Liefeld, Glorious Comic Age. And this was amazing to be back. Thank you guys so much for having me. And I love Marvel Movie News, and I miss you guys. So I'll talk to you at the latest next year. Bye. <laughs> producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.